Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Good Mike. Evening. How are Good you? I'm wonderful. Back. I'm back. You are back. I'm back. We missed I'm you back. last week. What did, What happened? Well, I took a little bit of a road trip. Uh, well, I took a road trip to casino. Then I took an aeroplane trip down to uh, down to Melbourne. Lovely, lovely, lovely little road trip out to uh, where my daughter lives out near Geelong. There, just to watch her get married in the middle of the week. So, yeah, that's where I, I think I think it's a good enough excuse for missing the show last Wednesday. Oh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's well, not every day your daughter gets married. No, no. So you should should attend that. But that's good. So it's a good trip. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, look, it wasn't too bad. We didn't fly Jetstar, so our plane didn't get cancelled. Yeah. And, and um, uh, tell me, was there any strange things going on within the airport terminal? There's all sorts of strange things going on. Do you do, you, do, you do people watching, do you? Oh. Not, You're a people watcher? Well, not, well, yes, yeah, sometimes, but that depends. That's... <laughs> Starting to get a bit too deep there. Uh, I'll tell you now. Look, I'll tell you what. No, Melbourne Airport, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 better than a trip to the zoo. It really is. Sydney Sydney's not too bad either. The amount of people, I honestly think that some of the young girls have a competition to see how little they can wear and not get arrested for indecency. I've seen though. that up here on the beach. Yeah, and and of course, then there's the the weird and wonderful hairstyles mm-hmm. and the shoes, mate. I I, I look at people's shoes. And uh, I saw some very, very interesting shoes. There was one lady with a, a like they looked like a set of pair of Crocs, but the but the sole on them was about two inches thick. Oh, what a Croc! High <laughs> rise Crocs, they're the ones that you wear when you go into pubs, you know, built, the buildings that are. And I, and I damn near got mugged in the toilet in Melbourne Airport on the way when we were flying home. We had you gone into the right toilets. No, I'd gone into the correct toilet, so I used the men's toilet because I do happen to... Because uh, you are a man. I believe so. Right. I was told, That's what I believed my whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, I went into the men's and I and uh, I was wearing my truck and life hoodie and this bloke wanted my hoodie right or wrong. Wanted to know where he could get one. Um, I said that they're, they're limited edition at the moment. There are only a few of them about. And he and he offered to purchase mine from me. Mm. And uh, he must have been a big bloke to take. He was a big. He was a big bloke. It would have fitted in quite nicely, actually. Yeah, right. So uh, I was lucky to get out with my life. Mm. Um, He was fairly serious about it too. Right. Uh, But uh, that's it. And uh, of course, people very interested in uh, in all sorts of things. Truck and life to talk about. I gave but I gave my daughter a copy of the magazine. I told her that was a wedding present. Mm-hmm. She gave, she gave me the look. <laughs> you know that <laughs> limited. I can't think of what anybody else would want for a wedding <laughs> present. I'll tell you what. When I got married, yeah, any one of the times, yeah. Um, if someone had given me a truck in life magazine, I would have been over the moon. Yeah. So yeah. great, great job, Mike. That's all I yeah, no. no, well, I did give her a proper gift, and we gave her a proper gift in the finish. It was sort of. Was that two truck and life magazine? Two truck and life magazine. But she was very, very, she's very, very proud of her old man for what we've achieved, and we're proud of what we've done as well. And and uh, everyone's been talking about it. I'm getting several phone calls every day now, mm. uh, asking about where we can get it in news agents. 
and uh, unfortunately, we're not doing the news agent thing. No, online. Uh, Sorry, guys, online. but online. www.truckandlife.net.au. Yeah, and uh, obviously looking for sponsors or advertisers, whatever you prefer to call them in the magazine. We've got a few spaces there for that. And uh, a few spaces available on the radio stream as well. We're going to be doing some deals with all that as well. So mm. that's for another time. If, you, if you're out there listening and you want to so if work that, out how can... We've had a few people inquire about merchandise. Well, I shouldn't say a yeah. few. We've had an awful lot, actually. But yeah. So if anyone's out there tonight listening, we will be opening our online store within the next two weeks. So we're just we're waiting on a little bit of merch to come back in and also just to get things tidied up nicely so we can actually send your stuff to you. Yeah, that's handy. If uh, if they've paid for it, we can actually send it. That'd be good. Yeah, so um, that, that's what we're up to, but please be patient. We're, we're doing the best we can. On, two on weeks? I believe so. I know. Yeah. Well, rain wasn't built in a day, I suppose. Wasn't it? Mm, I think it took a bit longer than that too. Took a bit longer than a day. Yep. Took a bit longer than a day. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we get some more of the, uh, of the hats and things. That they were the biggest one, weren't they? It's mm. going to take a little while to get some of those. Apparently, the it, lead time on some of this stuff is a little bit long. Yeah, but we will have everything else for sale. There, yeah. there are some hats. Don't get, don't you know? But yeah, anyway, we'll limited. see what goes on there. We, we should be right. So we've got some of the uh, day tripper bags left over. We've got uh, a couple of, um, of the big trucky bags left over. Yeah, we've got shirts. We've got a variety um, of T-shirts, any colour you like as long as it's black. Yeah, or, or black. Or black. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I think some of there was talk that these ones that we've got are going to be limited, aren't they? Yogi was talking about saying just we'll just... Once we've sold this design, we'll get do something different, wasn't oh, it? I think we'll try something else, yeah. yeah. So, so through the... Yeah, then, and then people can be assured they've got the first one ever. Yeah, right. Righto. Ever reprinted. I know. Yeah. I believe the cleaning zone have sold out. We sent some sent some over to the cleaning zone in Western Australia. I think they've sold out already. Wow, we've got to send some more. Have to send some more. Right. And uh, they've got obviously got them at Mortlake Roadhouse. have got a few. Mm-hmm. And still uh-huh. online, www.truckandlife.net.au. Now, I had a lady actually sent me a text message this afternoon and she mentioned that she just subscribed her other half for the magazine and she asked me if they'd ticked over yet, if they're still getting issue one on the subscription. And I thought we agreed that uh, we'd be clock- clicking over to the November. Round two, but we still two. do have a few left on round one. So, they're, But they're going to have to be ordered separately, though, aren't they? Um, not yet, no, no. We're still going on round one. We... Oh, right, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Right, eh? So there right. was a few at Casino that went through that have got on to round two. But right, eh? just at the moment, there are not many left, not many left to get round one in that. Um, yeah, and I don't think after that we'll have any left for single sale. Yeah, so well, 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 getting we'll quick to... if you're listening out there now and you well, want to subscribe. We'll have to see how it goes as far as all that thing. But I mean, there's got to be there does have to be a line in the sand somewhere. We've sort of extended it a little bit now past where 
I thought we were going to extend it. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So, There's yes. lots of stuff, hey? Sorry, go on. Anyway, on. yeah. So, what's your lots of stuff? Well, there's lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, I, I fired up the other laptop. I've got my news.com sitting there mm-hmm. quite mm. happily waiting in the wings for when we get the opportunity. Right. So uh, we, we I've didn't manage to destroy that one. No, we didn't manage to destroy that one. Um, I, I've just had a bit of a text backwards and forwards with my old mate, old mate Tones, mm. and uh, he'd love to come on. Unfortunately, he's had a few ales. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's watching the soccer, so uh, he would love to come on. I think it. I think it'd be a bit of a risk having tones on at the moment after a few drinks. Yeah, it's a little bit enthusiastic. Big enough risk having ourselves on here sometimes. <laughs> so, so uh, I know tones is not listening because he's watching the soccer. Mm. So we're missing the soccer. We need to get. We need to. Uh, I oh, well, someone needs to watch the soccer. I'll, I'll guarantee you it won't yeah. be me, but someone yeah, else can. Yeah. They can report on it and tell me all they about can. it. They can. Yeah. Oh, you've got to wonder how the team feels, you know, really, just just briefly on the soccer. When you only that, score once. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but that that Sam, is it Sam Kerr or whatever her name is? It's a mystery uh, to me, mate. She uh, she apparently she hasn't played uh, uh, hardly a few minutes, and the team's done quite well without her. But she's the only player anyone talks about. She's hardly been on the pitch. No. How does it make? How does it make? I mean, one player doesn't make a team, do they? No, there's no so you'd have to, team apparently. Uh, you'd have you'd have to wonder, you'd have to wonder how the rest of the team feel about it. Mm. Um, there's. Uh, Apparently, it's going to be a nail-biting World Cup uh, quarter-final. They're playing France. And uh, yeah, who, who knows? But anyway. All I can the, say is it must be some very exciting stuff out there for somebody. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, I got into soccer a little bit when Harry Curl and Mark Viduka were playing for Leeds United. I sort of got into soccer a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I did watch the French men's team play the Australian men's team in Melbourne, Melbourne, and I saw a bloke named Zinedine Zidane play. He was a Frenchman, and uh, it was just amazing the way it was like he had the ball on a string, you know. Yeah. So the the skill level is certainly certainly there, but anyway. Yeah. I used to play a little bit of hockey when I was at school. Hockey, which is yeah, a bit I... similar to. It to, is. Uh, I... To the soccer. There's something else we had in common. I played hockey at school. Did you? For a little, yeah, for a little while, yeah. I was a goalkeeper. Yeah, right. You're the one that we used to try to peg that ball at. Yeah, I got I got hit everywhere. I got hit in the head a few times. It may explain a lot. <laughs> it would explain a lot. That explained, yeah. may explain something. I tried when I, when I first left home and I went to live in, in the town of Wagga Wagga. Mm-hmm. And they had roller hockey. Oh, right, eh? So I understood the part of um, of playing hockey, and yeah. and we actually used to have a roller skating rink in in Cootamundra. Oh, how cool was that? I grew up, but putting the two together, yeah, never worked for me. Right, eh? So I I couldn't do it. I think I played two games and thought that's just getting too dangerous for me. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave that up. Yeah, but I mean, how cool was it back then when you could go roller skating 
Mm. And you, you go to the roller rink and you just sort of skate round and round and round in circles with your girlfriend or whatever tune was Susie playing. Susie Quattro. <laughs> that was regarded as a date. <laughs> like that was a that was a night out with Susie. Yeah. Oh well, it would have been a wild night out with uh, the leather Tuscadero. Yeah. So, so that was a know. big thing there. We had it was an old old movie theater yeah. turned into a roller skating rink. So yeah. yeah. But it was a that was a big big night out in Cooter. Mm. Big night out in Cooter. Yeah, Going probably would still be it'd still be a big night out in Cooter, wouldn't it? Oh, they knocked it down. And extended, Did they? Extended the club. The old Roxy. Yep, tore it down. Yeah, right. Yeah. Eh? yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course, our, our mate Simon's got no problem at all turning the main street into a beach. Well, that's right, no. but it's actually near the street behind the main street that you turn Is into the beach. Oh, yeah. that's right. He said he said that. Didn't but it he? used to be the main street. It was yeah, yeah. a big event, and yeah. many, 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 many truckloads of sand. So yeah. yeah, we had a few nights at the Roxy Theatre watching movies and in a roller skating rink and Susie Cottro and really? all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, she was a. Would have been a wild night. Mm, I wish we had more person. of it now, actually, for the for our kiddies too. Toddle off to? Well, life was a little bit different back then, wasn't it? Oh, so I mean, it certainly was. I mean, we, they, the, the kids have grown up far too quickly now. I think mm. they've got a whole, a whole different set of challenges to face than what we faced back in the day. Yeah, well, you know, some of the stuff was similar, but it was knowing a good friend there whose dad had magazines compared to having um, Google. <laughs> but... Yeah, so- I remember mm-hmm. we used to the be, the best you used to be able to do was go to the library and get a National Geographic. That was the best you could do. Mm. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's a uh, that's a story for an adult time of the day. Oh, it's a news dot com story. Some of that it, isn't it, it? It is definitely a news dot com yeah. story. That one. So, what's your other breaking news for this week? Well, breaking news for this week. Uh, I don't know. There's so much, mate. I. I'm, I'm back in the Daffodine tomorrow mm-hmm. for a while. I've got tomorrow, to go down and, that's Sunday. Yeah. So it's Sunday tomorrow, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no special favours for me, buddy. Double time. Double time. Well, uh, yeah, not, uh, yeah, double time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'll be. So does that mean I'll you be, only work four hours? That's right. Yep. That sounds fair. That's right. Sounds fair. No, I've got to go down. I've, I've got to go down and load. Because I'm still on the return to work program from this work cover with the shoulder injury, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm only allowed to work eight hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got to go down to I've got to go down and pick up the truck tomorrow because I had last week off because I was jet setting all over the place. And I've got to go down to the depot and pick the truck up, and then I've got to drive down to the Murray River and, and where we're going to load. It's going to take about eight hours to do that, so I'll sleep down there tomorrow night. Mm. Load first thing Monday morning and drive back to Sydney, and go home. And then on Tuesday I'll go and unload it, and that'll be my work cover requirements met. I'm going to do this for a little while longer because they don't want me to go back to work full time yet. Mm. I can drive. I'm perfectly fine driving. I just have, with the with the with the tendon repair and everything's been done on the shoulder. I can't reach above my shoulder and climb up ladders and things. Yeah. Bit of a challenge if you're a tanker driver if you can't climb a ladder. So they only want you to work half the week. Yeah, that's it. Is that because your injury, or that's all they can stand? It's about all they can stand. Yeah, I, can, a bit of a, no? I can understand the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I had a bit of a chat with them. They weren't real keen on me going back driving at all. Really? They wanted they wanted me to go down the office and work in the Jeez. office. And, and I said, they well, not understand how detrimental that is to the rest of like that company? <laughs> if, you're, if you're in the office all day, I, every day. Yeah. I just said I did say to them, I said, You you really don't want me in the office, it's a lot safer having me out on the road. Mm. Safer for everyone, office staff included. <laughs> so <laughs> It was, it was a little bit. It was a few moments there, but they finally agreed, mm. and we we did the uh, we did the uh, work cover assessment about how I get up and down out of the daffodine and that. And mm. Anyway, and it's it's a lovely. I've had I've been driving. I've had a couple of. I've done the job a couple of times now, so it's not. You know, it's not uh, not news. So you're coming but, accustomed to the daff. I'm becoming a customer. I'll tell you what, I never thought I'd be really, really happy with the idea of an automatic gearbox. But when you're driving around the M7 yeah, and uh, all you've got to do is just touch the brake pedal and, and, the, and the throttle pedal and just sort of gaze around, I, I, I could get used to it. I really could. Mm. I mean, uh, I don't need to prove anything to anyone anymore. I don't need to drive an 18-speed. No, well... Someone asked me about it once about driving automatic, and I said, oh, I'm quite mm. happy with it because I'm lazy. Well, there's that too. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am essentially lazy. Why well, change gears when you don't have to? Yeah. You know? The other part about it is it's beautifully quiet. Yeah, it'd be a bit quieter than that 9 eh? A bit quieter than the 9 I do like the bonnet, though. I do miss the bonnet. Oh, so I was about to say, do you, do you think there's a bonnet on your daff? I was saying that no. you must still be on a lot of painkillers. No, no, no. I'm yeah. quite good. I, I yeah. do miss the bonnet. I do miss the bonnet. Do you wonder whatever yeah. happened, why they never had a 907? I don't know. Not something I've considered. They never had a 906 either, did they? Or a no. 905. They run in mysterious numbers, don't they? They do. I mean, you, you, when you think about it, there was like there was the K125, the K123, the K124 and all that sort of stuff, all before the K100. Yeah, and then they went to a 104. Mm-hmm. And a 104B, and then a 108, one oh, one oh. yeah. and then 200. Yeah, and now they're 220. What happened in between? I don't know. All right. Maybe we yeah. get someone on from Packard to explain that to us one day. I'd, I'd love to know the answer to it. There's bound to be a reasonable, thought-out answer. Mm. I mean, you'd have to think that there would be, wouldn't you? you well, you would. Yeah. Maybe someone could text us the answer to that. I'd love to know the answer to that. If you know the answer, text us 0491 825 633. Or call in. Or call That'd in. be good. Could do that. Mm. I'd love I'd love to know. But mm. the I'd love to know what the answer to it is. There look, there's a whole wide range of things that you could talk about as far as I mean, Holden Holden model um lettering, for example. And uh Oh, you don't understand yeah. that. Well, because you know. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I don't understand it. A, yep, VB, VC, VK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, there was a VH. So sorry. There was a VH. VH no, we go. Yeah. Um, there was no VD though. Hmm. Although I'm fairly certain <laughs> there was plenty of plenty of VD related to Holdens, and I don't, I don't know how. Oh, I don't stop know. that. <laughs> Stop that. Yeah. Actually, I saw a, um, I saw a Sandman drive off up, up in Lismore today. Yeah. 
Did you? Yeah. Saw it or heard it? Well, both, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a Sandman van. And I actually saw, we were actually driving over towards Kyogre today. Yeah. And we come up behind this vehicle mm-hmm. and it had a historic number plate. Do you know okay. that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it was on a jackaroo. Seriously? Seriously. Are they that old? They must be. So, anyway. Either that or he was taking the mickey, one or the other. Well, not. Anyway. Someone. Jackaroo. Someone was very Mm -hmm. proud of their vehicle that they're hanging on to it and calling it historic. So, historic jackaroo. Mm, Good to them, eh? So, this afternoon, Yogi sent me. A few song requests. Did he? I don't know if he's listening out there. He might be at a range tonight. We've been having yeah. a few funny Snapchats because they've got us onto this thing where you make your face look all weird. And Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I've been having a few laughs all afternoon. Mm. Colette had half a Canadian club, so she's off tree. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, but so it's been very, very funny. Mm. But um, anyway, he sent me some text messages, so I don't know where he is, but... He did have some song requests. Did he? Yeah. Am I going to like it? No. <laughs> oh, no, you might. You might, actually. Why, why am I not amazed? Yeah. I, know that, I know that I did get a have, a have a phone call this afternoon with a bloke that said to me, why am I listening to ABBA on a Saturday afternoon? I know, and I know who that bloke was. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I, so I fixed that up. You won't hear ABBA on the radio stream anymore. Don't. Right. Well, it's all right sometimes, but... I struggle to know when, actually, it would be all right. The worst part about this, you know, I know all the words to all the other songs. Isn't that scary? Um, depends on how you learnt them. Well, I was young and impressionable, and I, and I had a, a horrible crush on Anna. Oh, right. She was, she was my first love, she was. She didn't oh. know it. She yeah. didn't know it, but she was my first love, Anna. So it wasn't on a bus heading into the outback? No. No, oh. no, it was not. It was not. Okay. No, so I did. I did. I did have a a, a teenage crush. She was my she was my first crush after my science teacher. <laughs> uh, my my son, Miss Hunt, my science. So that amazing, isn't it? After like the best part of fifty years, I can remember that. Yeah, but you can't remember what you did last week. That's right. Yeah, I'm familiar. Fond, I'm familiar with that. Fond memories of Miss yeah. Hunt. Anyway, mm. we're going to go to one of these songs. Are we? Yeah. It's not an Abbott song, is it? No. No, no, no. No, no. no. no good lover boy. Turn Me lover Loose. Boy. How's oh, that? Do you, do you remember oh, that? Look, I do. You do? I do. It's actually not, it wasn't a bad song back so you, in the day. So you're going to be dancing in the in the cage down there? I absolutely will not be dancing in the cage. Oh, I thought no. we were going to get a yes then. No, no, right. no. Well, we'll I go to this. Along. I could sing along. Right, I we'll could keep, sing along. We'll make sure we keep that off air. But... You t- turn the mute button on. We'll be right back, guys.
turning you loose, Mike. That'd be dangerous, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be. I'm just going through news.com, mate. There's stuff here we really shouldn't talk about, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Right. So you're not going to then? No. Is that right? Or not. Well, you've said I'm not. You've said that I'm not allowed to talk about some things, and I'm going to honour. I'm going to honour your uh, your commitment to that at the moment. Right, eh? Well, that's interesting. Just, I didn't just, didn't know you could do that. Just just for the moment. Well, you've got you've got the uh, the red button. The red button to cut you the, off. You normally, the eject button. Normally can't do it quick enough though. Eh, well, we're not going to talk about. There's some things we're not going to talk about. Right, eh? I, I, uh, I, just to say that everyone knows that they're choosing to listen to us instead of watching that boring football game, mm. soccer game, or whatever you want to call it, the score is still nil all. Yeah, but they never get to like one anyway. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So, we've been asked. Time's to, top scored as well, so. We've been asked a bit about bringing back what do I tell the boss? What? Yeah. So, if anyone's got any pictures in it, and they may want to refer back to the original magazine, perhaps to to understand mm-hmm. what they're going to send in. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would love to bring back that that column. What am I going to tell the boss? Mm. The guy actually sent me. I don't. You might. You may well have seen it, but it was a photo of a nine oh nine that had been pulled in half, been pulled out of a bog. Have you seen it? The white one. Uh, a white uh, nino with half the front missing, with with the with, with the bonnet and the motor and and all of it and the, and the truck, like it's basically pulled it in half. Yeah, right. Um, I mean that's a phone call I wouldn't like to have to make. Well, they pull it in half with a stiger or something. Or... A bulldozer, I think. A bulldozer. Yeah. It was bogged, and they decided they were going to pull it forward, and, the, and of course the ball bar mounts and everything worked really, really well, but other parts didn't. Mm. I, I have seen chains attached to the front axle mm. and um, pulled with very large stigers and yeah. things like that and yep. hasn't ended well. No, <clears throat> no, you you do have to be careful. I, I always was taught that you pulled them out the way they went in. Mm. So, so if you're going to pull them out, you pull them out backwards. Oh, sometimes, yeah. I suppose, but I mean... Once you get that, perhaps uh, you get Steve Graham on and ask him how you get a bog road track. I think most of the time he uses a shovel. And I think he does. He yeah. gets there and gets there and gets dirty. Dig, dig the best track out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's the only way to do it, I would think. Mm. It's a horrible feeling, though. What, getting bogged? Oh, it's all right when you're just sitting on the top and it's just slipping and sliding and carrying on. But yeah. when it all goes down, it's a bit... Um, yeah, I can't say it's a good feeling. I've been bogged to the axles in a truck. Mm. And you just know something's going to break. Well, it, it's not a happy feeling. No. Not a happy feeling. I was I was, uh, I was out at a, a peat mine out the back of Colac when I got bogged. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd gone in there to uh, to help with the machine. And the, the guy said to me, well, you can drive a truck. And I went, yeah, I can drive a truck. So we'll drive this thing in here and we'll just go into this this pad that we've made. And uh, I went a little bit off the track that they'd prepared. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the peat just sort of had a, a lovely, a lovely like a crust of stuff over the top of it, which they were 
dragging a scrape around behind a D7 to, 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 to scrape that out of the way to get at the peat, which they were bagging for, to be sold in, a, in garden stores, right? Yeah. And I drove this Mac off the track a little bit and broke through the crust and down she went. That was it. Yep. No more. No more. So she's sitting there bogged. She's actually bogged the chassis rails. The chassis rails were actually sitting on the ground. Mm, it's not a good spot to be. Not a good spot to be. So we ended up actually pulling the whole thing apart uh, to get it out. Like we, we drove the excavator off the back because it was on a on a like a low loader. They drove the excavator off the back, and then we we grabbed the front of the float with the with the with the bucket on the excavator and a train and a trailer, and we sort of dragged that like unhooked it and dragged that out of the way. Yeah, and then basically lifted the prime mover up up on the back with the with the excavator and walked it walked it away with the excavator. It didn't take very long at all, but uh, it was a bit of an embarrassment that it happened. But anyway, that's the way of it. Yeah, I, I always fear when these when you when these things happen that you know you can pull your truck in half or something because mm. they do get stuck. And when they go down that far that you've you're down to your axles and that and. It's a bit wet. They do sort of mm. get these these vapor lock style thing on them that they just don't want to move. Yeah, a bit of suction. Mm. Bit yeah. of bit of bit of suction. A little bit of uh, negative pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the uh, truck, the, uh, the the tow truck guys uh, would do reasonably well out of bog trucks, I would think. They, well, uh, I don't know how they because I'd I'd hate to be even going at some of those. I was watching. Yeah. Something they have on the tow trucks there, yeah. you know, like Jimmy Cool and that are in, and you watch them out in a paddock pulling tractors and that out, and yeah. they've got the little the oversized drop thing, and yeah. it, um, you know, once those sorts of things go down, you're, yeah, you're in a lot of trouble, and I, I have seen it where you've got a header bogged and a tractor bogged, and then another tractor <laughs> bogged, and it's. Mm. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing fun about it at all. No, no, no. Yeah, we all laugh about it later on because it was fun. It's funny later on, but it wasn't funny at the time. Yeah, but I was watching um, an episode there with Steve Graham on there, and it's like three days. I mm. think they were bogged. Yeah, to get out like that—that's yeah. determination, isn't it? You think you would have chartered a helicopter and got out of there and just let it all burn or something? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that there have been times when Mr. Graham has been a little bit tempted to just sort of go stuff it can stay there. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and uh, just walk away. Well, he's been bogged more times than Mm. take a stick at. Just well, if you look at the show, it just seems like that every week. But I'm sure it's not quite. No, it's probably it's probably not. It's probably not every week. I think. they dabble in the areas where, you know, no one else wants to go to. And But yeah. I, I watch it and you see the crossings and that and you know they've got um, like crocodiles and that in it. Yeah. And you just think, you know, something happens there. But we we, we travelled around the, the countryside with the kids and went swimming in a few places, at, um, you know, a week later. Yeah. Uh, you know, these reports of... Um, of crocs there, and but when you're there, they say, "Oh, there's a few about, but you know, they're yeah. just a few freshies. They're all right." Yeah, yeah, no, they don't <laughs> eat much. <laughs> well, they got big teeth, uh, them things. They, they do have big teeth. Yeah, but apparently they do move around a bit in the in the wet season mm. when it's flooding. Yeah, yeah they do. 
it's how they it, it is how they uh, they do get from like waterhole to waterhole. So, yeah, anyway. but we're up there at Corumba. There's a beautiful place up there, and a sun Sunset Hotel, I think it is. Mm. And um, we're walking from the caravan park up to the hotel to have dinner and watch mm. the sunset because it, it's mm. magical. You got you got to go. It's a bucket list thing for anybody. Yeah, yeah. And we're walking up the street and and walking with another couple and they've been there before and they were saying, you know, along here a few years ago it was actually flooded and and there was crocs right yeah. just along the side of the road here. Mm. Yeah, but mm. one of them places you got to go to. Up there, yeah. up in the Gulf. Yeah. The sunset you'll never see anywhere else. Yeah. It's really particularly amazing when you get along the West Coast, uh, the sunsets that you do see out there over the sea, the way the, the light reflects and the way the the way the, um, the whole thing looks. Actually, um, old mate from Copper Donkey Photography sent me some pictures last night. Copper Donkey. Copper Donkey Photography. From, uh, he's, from, uh, he's from Brisbane. But he works for a well-known company up in far north Queensland. Yeah, and he runs all over the place, towing fridge vans and and all that sort of thing. And uh, I've been talking with him about some photographs for for the magazine, and he does these really really cool shots, uh, night sky shots and uh, movement shots. A lot of guys don't do movement shots. Right. He does. He does. He, like he's actually got the knack. They're taking a photograph of the truck so it makes look looks like the wheels are moving while it, you know, like while it's driving along. Yeah. And uh, he does the, the lighting shots. He was explaining to me how he does these lighting shots that he does with the and gets the movement in them. Anyway, long story very short, he sent me a picture last night and I just looked at it that was completely blown away by this picture of uh, a sunset. Uh, when there, there'd been a, a, a volcanic eruption, so there was a lot of ash in the atmosphere. Yeah. And it just the way it made the light reflect through it. He, and, I mean, he, he does touch his pictures a little bit, but 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 the majority of things that I've seen that he's taken aren't really touched at all, you know? Yeah. And and the colours and the, and just the, the detail of the picture and the way he takes a shot. For for a guy who's... Who's a truck driver? Like he's a he's a professional truck driver. That's what he does. That's how he earns his money. But uh, to to see some of the pictures that he's he's taken and some of the things he sent to me to have a look at, I'm very very excited to have. We will have some of his shots in our show in our uh, magazine, and um, uh, he's going to write a story about how he how he decides to take a shot and and what he does to sort of take a few of the shots and. Maybe a little bit of a masterclass, I suppose. Right. On getting on getting that nice shot. It's a, it's going to be quite interesting. I do like his work a lot. For yeah. uh, for a guy who's not a professional photographer, you know, like Carl, Carl Black, Black Thunder Photography, not a professional photographer, but geez, they, he takes some great photos. Yeah, it's and, it's uh, amazing how a, a photograph can, like, depending on the way it's taken, can yeah, change. Yeah. You know how how a truck looks, or a sunset looks, or a car carry, whatever it. You know, yeah. so there's there is a certain knack to it, but you know, and I know in some things they say, you know, if you're going to take a photo of a truck, either lie, lie down the ground or get up high. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't know how true it is, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, what know. watch watch what reflections are. I was just look at one that I put on Facebook today, and mm. yeah, looking at 
the bull bar looks really good, but I've got my bins in the background in the reflection <laughs> of the bull bar. It's a like, good effort, Craig. You well, know? well done. Mm, that looks well really done. spick, yeah. So, it does, yeah. But so all these sorts of things that you've got to watch out for, it's like watching some of these um, things that get posted on social media in, and there's mm. a mirror in the background and seeing yep. what the, the person's actually wearing or whatever. So, or not. When they not took wearing, it. Yeah. So there's many things you need to be careful of, but yeah. but there is an art to it, I suppose, and mm. finding what you know what's reflecting and how the what the oh. what the sky looks like and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I mean, yeah, there there are many of us that can go out there. I know I can certainly do it. I can go out and jag a good photo from time to time and take something that you know pin your ears back and you're quite happy with. But these guys do it consistently. And that's the difference. Mm. You know, they compose the shots, they get the backgrounds right, and they take these pictures that we all love, and they do it consistently. You've only got to look at the the pictures uh, that we've used in the in the rig of the month posters. Yeah. Um, particularly the one of, of Trevor Smith's Aerodyne. We had I had a chat with the guy. Now, see, he's another amateur photographer, the guy that took that, and I don't think. I mean, I've seen photographs of that truck taken by uh, several different people, um, and I don't think I've seen a better one of mm. it. And that was captured by an amateur. But, but having said that, the whole series of photographs that he took were good enough to use mm. in, in the magazine. So, uh, and it was the same with the ones that Corey uh, Zimes did of Scotty's truck, that uh, six hundred one. Yeah. I mean that the the photo the photo that he took of it head on, which we used at the lead up of the story, just beautiful. Just the composition of the shot and and the light, even though it was an angry sky, it wasn't a blue sky. It was an angry sky, and just the time of the day and the lights and the whole. I just looked at that image and I thought, dear Lord, look at that. That's beautiful, you know. Yeah. And uh, but for the fact, I mean, it wasn't. It's not really a cover shot. It's probably a little bit dark for a cover shot. But um, and I, I'm very pleased with the shot that we had of Andrew's truck on the cover too. Gee, that took some work to to get that, and it's all about the resolution, the file size, and and that. So if you're interested in taking photos and you're going to send them in, they need to be uh, 300 DPI, which is 300 dots per inch, and they need to be a good uh, a good sized file. Usually, you know, the bigger the better, raw files and everything. Phone photography, uh, you'll get some reasonable pictures on a on a phone, and you can get, you know, some three by three inch pictures or you know, three by four inch pictures and things like that. But once you start blowing them up any more than that to print them, they just go grainy. They look terrible. Mm. Yeah, so you know, um, we need the higher resolution shots. But, yeah, uh, I think we need to do. Is, is there a po way that you can make your phone take better pictures? Yeah, there's a thing called HDR on your phone. Is there? Yeah, you can you can uh, you can make the the phone like avoid things like live photos and uh, and things like that. Is that a fruit phone thing or is that a every? It is phone? a it, it is a fruit phone thing. I think I, I'm look. I'm certain that look. There are some there are some uh, phones that do it better than others too. Some yeah, of the I think I think the Samsung's got you can go into like pro mode or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep, stuff yep. you got to go to more more though when you're taking a picture mm -hmm. and get a pro. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. and it will take a, a 
more higher resolution photo. Yeah, it takes up more space in memory and on their phone, and that's the reason why a lot of people avoid it. I think because they like to take their snap, they take the happy snaps all over the place. Yeah, but, you know, and they're never ever thinking about the fact that maybe this might be something that's worth publishing or anything down the track. And I, I've got to the point now where, particularly with the first issue with the magazine, I've looked at that many photographs trying to get photographs for the magazine. I actually started looking at the size of the file before I started worrying about whether I could use the photo or not. Mm, just to say that it was worthwhile. Well, you, you know, what's the point of getting all invested in a particular photo you like and then discovering that you can't do what you want with it? Yeah. I found that very frustrating. So, you know, and this was one of the challenges we had with a couple of the photographs we didn't have using. We had to sort of go back backwards and forwards a few times and, you know, and get the original images and things. Uh, it wasn't always possible. Of course, Sonia does a magic job working on some of the, on some of the pictures. And uh, it's, um, it, it, sometimes you've got to make some compromises, you know. Yeah, well, it's um, it's all got to fit, and and to get those bigger pictures in the magazine, like it's hard to have yeah. a little thumb thumbnail size thing. Yeah, but you know, to get the rig of the month style picture, it has to yeah. have the quality. It's just you know, yeah. and it's um, not necessarily the fact of whether it's a good or bad angle or whatever. It's just the resolution has to be there. Well, there's that. Well, I mean, it's got to do. It's got to do a couple of things. Rig of the month photograph has basically got to make us sit back and go, dear Lord, look at that, you know, mm. what a great shot. But then after that, after it's done that, which is, and that's a hard part, you know, after it's done that, then the file has got to be a file that we can use to generate a poster with. Yeah, or be able to go and get it easily again to put it back. Yeah, and once you take it, sometimes it's not easy to go back and get these photos either because... Yeah. We're mostly dealing with work and trucks. They don't spend their whole day just sitting there shining, you know. No, right. um, They've got to earn their they, living. They go out and earn a living with them. I mean, old mate uh, Emerson's truck uh, works all the time. It's done, what, 200,000 kilometres or something, that truck? Every year. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the thing looks like it's brand new. It's a credit to him. It really yeah. is. A lot, of, uh, a lot of time and effort goes into something like that. Well, you've only got to look at the trucks that were a casino, mate. Mm. I mean, look oh. at that. <laughs> it's just incredible. Some of them just leave you in awe, like how how much time have you got to spend doing that? Yeah, like, yeah. And some of them are 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're in, like, showroom condition. Yeah. You know? But that, that's not just – like, people don't just do that with their trucks or some people do it with cars, their caravans, their buses, yep. their – yeah, yeah, you know, yep. pride and joy. He's like even old mate with his jackaroo today. It was it was in pretty good nick. Was mint, mint, schmick, mint. as some would say. As some would say, yeah. yeah. I look, I, 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 yeah, I, uh, I like to drive a clean truck. I really do, and I, I mean, but my limit really is uh, is giving them a wash. That's about that's about where I uh, come down on it, mm. and then. You sort of, oh, I don't know, it's very, very hard, I think. I suppose once you, if, if you get yourself into a routine and the truck's clean and you, you keep it clean and you, and you do all 
everything that you need to do all the time, get rid of every little blemish as it appears. It's probably easier to keep it clean. But I'm afraid I'm very fond of the bunk. <laughs> and um, I will pull up and uh, I will fall asleep and sleep for my break and then get up and start driving. And it sort of leaves a little bit of, you know, not much time to, to do the cleaning side of things. I'm more worried about you know, getting the job done, but that's just me. And the other part about it, I spent the majority of my time running around out in the sticks and in the bush and all yeah, that sort of thing as well. So quite a bit of dust. and Yeah, and, and you know, spend four or five hours on a Saturday washing trucks. I've done that. I need to have them dirty 20 minutes after you've driven down the road on Monday. Oh, don't you hate that? And, uh, you know... Or, or to have the have the operations go, oh, so by the way, you're going at that mine site, mate. And you know that you've got to drive through, you know, 10 kilometres of red dirt, dust and mud. Uh, it sort of takes away your enthusiasm for a polished wheel. <laughs> you know, what can I say? Super crane. Super crane. That's all I can say, super crane. You see those? You've seen those ads on the on Facebook and that where they they spray the shiny stuff on the paint and then they just hose it off and they yeah see that I don't, I don't know does that work that stuff? Oh, actually, some of that foam and and a hot water wash, yeah, it does. Yeah. It rips them back pretty well. I don't yeah. know what effect it's having on everything else. Um, mm, well, I don't know, but it does. And... It does work. Andrew was telling me about his cloudy ammonia and, and and something that he I can't remember what he said it was cloudy ammonia and something he mixes together and sprays it on everything and basically wipes it off and it's and it's all clean and all, shiny yeah you get all the watermarks off and everything yeah yeah oh there's some good little tricks good stuff for tire shine yeah. and all that yeah yeah um, but you know most of it just at some stage you've got to have have had a good polish on it. You do. Um, and that's what helps keep them clean. Like, yeah. You know, um, and that's where the hard work comes into it. You don't, yeah. you know, nothing just sprays on and polishes your truck to the point where yeah. you can hose it off and it's all clean. Yeah. So. I, I got a message from Carl Black. Really? I did. He's, he's, he's gone. I, I, I set up a place for him to drop some photos. He's gone, cheers, mate. I've just added quite a few images to your Dropbox folder. Yeah. Hope you can utilise some of them at least. I'm fairly certain that if Carl's dropped images in my Dropbox folder, they're going to be pretty good. Mm. I might need to have a break. You might need to put a... <laughs> no, nah, you just have to wait. Look at it tomorrow before you get in the Dapperdine. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot to do before I get in the Dapper 9 tomorrow. We've got to edit Monday's news. Mm -hmm. I did that with I did that with Andy a little while ago. He's had a pretty busy day today. He's been out doing things today, so we were a bit late recording the news. I've got to get that done. Yes. And, um, you know, now I've got Carl's photos to look at. You'll be a busy boy mm -hmm. for the week. Do you know it's only two weeks, Mike, and we'll be in the Big Alice we will too. It's not far too away, well. is it? No, it's not far away. I'll be able to start packing a bag. Is it going to take you that long to pack? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to decide what to wear. We're only going for four days, mate. I oh, know. That's four days. Four days. Because um, I've got to reduce mine enough to make sure the princess has got enough room to pack all her stuff. 
Right, well, it's the territory casual for the for the dinner on Saturday night. So that's a dress for me. A dress for you. <laughs> mm. I'll pack lightly, so I'll wear a short skirt for that one. Short skirt for that one. And Ugg boots, since we're territory boots. style. Territory, territory, territory formal or territory, I don't know, territory formal or ter- territory casual or territory formal. Probably territory formal, isn't it? Mm. No. Got to catch two planes to get there. Yeah, I know. So do I. I don't get it. Like I don't. I don't understand why there's not a direct flight from Evans Head to um, Alice. That's annoying, isn't it? It is. You know, like it's a pretty big centre here. Yeah, yeah. We've got yeah, a big yeah, airport. Yeah. Yeah. What? Where they send the carrier pigeons from? Yep. Right. They do. Thirty uh, every day. You know. Thirty <laughs> carrier pigeons. Yeah, no, big big airport here. Yeah. No planes. No planes. But big airport. Yeah, no, fair enough too. Mm. They've got a bigger one at Ballina though now. So. Righto. No, so we fly out of there, go to old Sydney town. Do you fly, are you flying from Ballina to Sydney? Mm. Well, and then you've got a direct Sydney to Alice, have you? Something like that, yeah. And you live in That's... Sydney and you're going to Adelaide. I'm going to Adelaide first and then up to Alice. Mm. Don't you'll be that. there. You'll be there ten minutes before us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different carriers, you're, obviously. I think you're flying with a different airline. So, but we're doing the ones where they put you in them crates and they shove you in the luggage compartment. <laughs> it's a freight. The freight always gets there first. The freight always does get there first, doesn't it? Mm. So, no. we were thinking about overnighting it, but it's more than an overnight trip. Is it? Yeah. In a car. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Mm. It's a long way. Yeah, and you can't just cut across. You've got to go all, no. all the way around. Oh, no. I had plans to uh, hook the camper up behind the four-wheel drive. Mm. I'm, I'm supposed to be on holidays now, right? You've been on holidays but, for like six months. Uh, don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, so you're going to hook on and go. I was, spo- I was supposed to. I was supposed to work up until the week before casino. That was this was the plan originally at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do casino and all that sort of thing, and then do the do the uh, hall of fame. I was supposed to go out to Alice Springs with the camper. I was going to go out to the Athel Outback Farm. Oh yeah, and see Danielle out there, and uh, we were going to do that and. Uh, then have the uh, Hall of Fame weekend and uh, do a bit of a, a trip across to and end up coming down from uh, Brisbane back down from Sydney, like do a loop, you know. Mm. That was the plan. And obviously the uh, the shoulder injury wrecked that plan. So now we're flying. Mm. Uh, Which will anyway. probably hurt the shoulders more if you're trying to fly. Oh, well, I've got to flap the arms, you know. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so you'll end up in Adelaide first. Yeah, yeah. And that we're meeting, we're meeting um, Ben Stevens in Adelaide. He's flying across from Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, we're going to uh, to then all join together and fly up to Alice Springs as a as a group. There's about eight or nine of us flying up there. So most of the crew are coming out of Adelaide. Well, the crew are coming out of the most of the crew are coming out of Sydney. Actually, we're all flying across to Sydney yeah, from right Sydney and Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly, uh, Ted Stevens' daughter, will be joining us, 
and Carl and Linda and Spencer and Gloria and uh, Barry and Leslie Grimson will be will be flying across with us. Mm-hmm. Rose and I be like little tour directs, be like the love boat almost. Well, yeah. we'll fly across and uh, get to Adelaide, and uh, Ben will join us, and then we'll fly up to. Uh, to to Alice Springs, and by the time we get there, you're supposed to have the hire car all sorted out and waiting. Yeah, right. Oh, we'll do our best to pick us up. <laughs> that's that's the plan. Depends if if they got a bar at the airport at Alice. I expect that you'll be able to get a drink there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just wait for you then. Yeah. So we'll we'll and then we'll go into the uh, the diplomat. And that's where we're having dinner, or are we going... Uncles, uncles, right next door to the diplomat. Right. And uh, we'll be shifting a few gears at uncles. Yeah. And, plenty of stories yeah. there, you believe? I reckon there will be. I certainly was last year. Mm. And then uh, on Saturday morning, we've got the truckies breakfast out at the Hall of Fame. And then we have all day to walk around and, and explore and do all that. And uh, the the induction ceremony for the Hall of Fame, but guys, is at, at three o'clock, I think, on the Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And and the um, history makers award comes after that, I believe. So it's and then, ball on the Saturday night. Then there's the ball on Saturday night. The ball. Yeah, the uh, Dream Makers Ball uh, from Transport Women Australia Limited. That's their that's their thing. Yeah. And uh, so we're going that. There's going to be some awards there for that. Uh, and then we will have an open day on Sunday and uh, float back on, on Friday. Oh, sorry, on Monday. Mm. Back to work Back to work on Tuesday. So, yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Like, it's been I a while too. since I've been out there. You, did you go mm. last year? I did go last year. I, I covered it last year for the podcast, uh, New Zealand. Trucking magazine and big rigs when I was writing for them. So we so, went out there, I think, six years ago. Yep. We did a little tour around half the country. Yep. And um, yeah, I, I've been keen to go back ever since. Yeah, well, it's a, it's some great stuff out there. I really do believe that it it is uh, where uh, the history of Australian transport belongs. It's it look there are I suppose you could argue that there are places which are a little bit more easily accessible than Alice Springs, mm-hmm. um, but there aren't places with the the climate and the conditions to store the vehicles and keep them in that that sort of good C- order. Certainly no moisture yeah. out there. There's not a lot of moisture out there, uh, and things certainly do do uh, sort of. I think last a little bit longer as far as their 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 uh, aesthetics go, you know. Oh, well, they say, do. Look, like if you if you had that same museum down here, everything would be rusted away in um, yeah. twelve months. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things that I think uh, it's the right place for it to be, and and you know all the issues have been sorted out there. I think and and. Uh, the management and the and the um, the way the place is, is run has sort of changed a little bit, and it, it, they've taken on the, the the old garn and 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 the other parts. Of it. So it's not only the Road Transport Hall of Fame anymore; it's the Transport Hall of Fame. It's the 
it's 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 uh, the repository of our history as far as that goes uh, they look at talk about the afghan uh, camel drivers and there's just so much stuff out there they've got a bit of a uh, an rsl uh, thing going on out there as well second world war dis- uh, displays and and memorabilia there as well mm-hmm. um there's a lot going on out there of course the kenworth pavilion the Buntine pavilion and uh, and and everything out there some really fantastic trucks and you can you can you know become a member of the hall of fame you can buy a membership and and things like that and there's just so much to do if you're a trucky i honestly think it's like the mecca of, of transport in australia you should just go out there at least once oh. and, and, and you'll be there all day without like when mm. when they're closing the doors it'll be like oh i don't want to go yeah that's right there's, well, yeah i know i certainly spent all day walking around I think we were up at, when we were up at Casino, Mike. We were talking about a Wickham's truck there. There is a Wickham's truck there, and we spoke to Mister Wickham himself about that mm-hmm. truck, and yeah. that had just been parked there, not taken it there, just tidied it up a bit and put there. And it's you know a credit to the actual brand of, of Kenworth that yeah. of what condition it was in after you know one point nine million kilometres, I think. Something like that. And there's a Gil- one of Gilbert's is out there as well. I want their 659, 650s rather. Yep. Um, uh, Mills from up this way, they've got a couple there. Yeah, there are a few out there. Every single prototype uh, or first first build of the uh, of the Legend series is out there. Yeah. So the, all the Legend Legend trucks that they built, uh, the classics and Legends, they're they're all out there represented. Just in the Ken, I wouldn't mind having the Kenworth Pavilion as my garage. That'd be good. I'd, yeah. <laughs> just the, the trucks there, and that would be be quite happy. I'd find one there. I could sort of park out the front and throw rocks at. That'd be good. Yeah. No, it's um, it's actually yeah something as you say you you can't miss. You it's got to be on your bucket list to do. Yeah, and you can get a food, you can get a drink while you're there, so we can go out there and spend all day on Saturday out there. Mm. Yeah. And uh, well, we've got. Yeah, you know, a fellow that drives here with us, and he's heading off to the UK. Got eh? So I, I've um, loaded him up with a couple of magazines. Have you? And a couple of shirts, and said, "Right, you got to wear the shirts and hand out a couple of magazines in the UK." Right, eh? Bit of exposure. Yeah. Get the Australian well, trucking life way. Well, we've had inquiries. We've had inquiries from the UK, people wanting to to get the magazines and things. It's a little bit complicated when you're overseas trying to get the mags. Yeah. To, uh, find, find a friend in Australia. Yeah. Buy it and get them to send it to you. That'd be a good um, idea. We will have provisions down the track to do this, but we just don't have it yet. Well, we're not a multimedia buddy organisation, are we? We're not News Limited or someone like that with endless resources you can just say hey you go and sort that out and have it done by tomorrow yeah just just a couple of guys mm. from australia that's right yeah. who, who, who they stupidly said couldn't produce a trucking magazine yeah. no we did actually we did eh? we, we did eh? yeah got a couple I sitting on my desk here yeah yeah mm. i uh i'm quite uh, quite happy with it now, yeah. I, I know that we've been talking, we've been waffling on about truck stuff. 
Yeah. And I've, but I've been having a bit of a look here, you know, and there is something we really should share with our listeners just in case they don't see it somewhere else. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is perfectly serious, right? This is very, very, very serious. The New South Wales Food Authority has announced a recall of Hanabi marinated pork. Oh, I do hear uh, about this today. Yeah, so it's a 290-gram package from Coles and Woolies. Yeah. And apparently there's some undeclared wheat or gluten allergen or something in it. Right. And uh, it was produced uh, in Australia by Oriental Merchant Proprietary Limited. Marinated meat is commonly used in Korean cooking. Uh, and any customers who have a wheat or gluten allergy or intolerance may have a reaction if the product's consumed. Mm. So have a bit of a look at that. If you've got some of this stuff in your fridge and you've got a a wheat or gluten intolerance, you might do well to have a bit of a look at it and uh, they'll take it back at Coles or Woolies, wherever you bought it. Mm. Uh, it was sold at Woolworth stores in New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria. Uh, and the marinated meat was also sold in New South... Uh, it was sold in Coles. Woolworths in New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria. Coles in New South Wales, Queensland, South Australia, Victoria... Tasmania and Western Australia. So mm. it is all over the place. Everywhere. Of course, if you if you don't have a uh, wheat or gluten intolerance, don't worry about it. Chow down. I'm wondering how they what what part of it um, you get that because most pigs well, eat grain. Well, yeah, but it's marinated, so maybe it's something that they've marinated it with. Mm, I don't know. Peanut sauce. Perhaps. Who knows? Well, anyway. I don't know. I'm not a big one for marinated pork. I love pork belly done in the air fryer. Oh, mate. Isn't that the duck's guts, eh? It is. Well, it's actually the pork belly, but it's the duck's guts too, eh? <laughs> it, it really is. I uh, I do love a pork belly. Mm. Uh, in the, in cut into cubes and done in the air fryer. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I blame the uh, I blame Blondie for that. She put, put Rose onto that. Yeah, and she actually served up some bloody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you know what we experienced on that Sunday night? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared oh, now. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. We actually experienced the perfect egg. Did you really? Yep. How did that happen? Well, we got Yogi to cook it. <laughs> did he really? Did he yeah, do the egg? Did he, he cooks the perfect poached egg. Soft boiled, or it's like a soft oh, poached egg. Well, it's not boiled, it's poached. No, that's what I mean, sorry, so, a soft poached yeah. egg. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, he was mm. right on them. He knows his stuff when it comes Does to he? them poached eggs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it good? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there it, is a difference. You wouldn't believe it, you know. Yeah, is it really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had the pleasure. Yep. Yeah. If... um. I don't think it'll be too long before Yogi's having his own cooking show. You reckon? Oh, without a doubt. He does. He does. Does like to uh, to get there and have a bit of a cook, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, po know that... poached egg in an air fryer. You can go a long way these days. That's right. Yeah. But those air fryers, they they are a fantastic thing, aren't they? They are. We, I... we 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 bought one. I've told Rose that she needs to go and buy a big one now. Yeah. I've never um, believed you can do what you can in those things. Like cook a T-bone in the air fryer. Sounds yeah. ridiculous, but it works. Yeah. So even um, those slow cookers, like mm. 
if you'd told me 20 years ago you can cook a leg of lamb in a slow cooker, that was, yeah. that, that's ridiculous. That just can't yeah. happen. It's yeah. like a T-bone, pork chops, all this stuff now we're doing in air fryers. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. They just they work so well. Yeah. There are both putting air fryers in trucks, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Open up your toolbox, you've got an air fryer. Even on yeah. a slide out. Yeah. A slide out, you know, probably... Andrew Salter's probably got one in there with a coffee machine and the whole lot. Bloody, got a bloody ironing board. Oh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have it. That's not quite true. He's just that, neat and tidy. I used to go away with a with a coat hangers with uh, shirts ironed in them. Yep. Very professional. Yeah. With thongs. Nathan, the sharpest looking <laughs> truckie I've seen for a long while, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Salter. Yeah. I, I climbed up and had a look in that thing at Casino, you know. Mm. You know, it's got the button on the side of it. It's not like your normal K200. The steps actually come out. Yeah, the special ones. And you can yeah, it was special, all right. You climb up in there and have a look. Beautiful pearl craft wheel, beautiful interior in that truck. The, I mean, we've got some nice photos of the interior of in the magazine, but it doesn't do it justice. Yeah. You, you've really got to see it. He's, he's, got a, he's even got carpet on the on the floor over where the over where the engine is there. Who does he's it? Got, you got a carpet on it. I'd do that, except I've got an engine cover. So. Yeah, you've got a big engine cover on yours. I do have a big engine cover. Yeah, yeah. It's got a new ball bar on it. Yours too, don't it? It has. I'll tell you what, it looks pretty good. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Come up a treat. Did come up a treat. Yeah. I, you, I, I did see the I did see the the bull bar in a picture you sent me today. I was, I, thought, I said I showed it to Rose. I said he won't want to sell it now. No, I don't. No, I, I think I think when we go touring, I'll just tow the caravan behind that. Will you? Yeah. Why not? Well, I suppose. We get, you could. What, what do you get empty in with the caravan? You get four Ks, something, four Ks in the leader? I don't know. I, well, I don't know. We'll just gear it a bit differently and we will. Will you? Yeah. Or, or you can get your, your 22 litres per 100 Ks out of a 200 cruiser. Or, or the 17 litres per 100 k's out of my Triton, mm. down to be fair. I don't think there's much difference in it. Yeah. Might be a bit rougher yeah. over the steer in mm. a 104 compared to a cruiser, but... Yeah. How far are you going to go every day? Why does it matter? Well, it doesn't really, does it? When it's got a big shiny bull bar, mm. that's all you need, isn't it? <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can sort of, you can sort of suffer from the... Uh, like the PTSD um, sort of moment, and you could sort of just decide you're going to overnight Adelaide's switch out. That's right. Yeah. 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 Then you the can drain. do whatever you want while you're away, you know. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just hook on a few trailers here and go west. Yeah. Well, it's actually not as, it's not as silly as it sounds, you know. No. If you, I, I'm not sure I'd do it with a caravan though. I think I'd go and buy myself an old drop deck van and fit that out. Mm, fridge van, because that'd be already air conditioned. You'd run that dirty great big. You get one of those big uh, thermo king bloody what a TK two or something like that. It'd be good enough, wouldn't it? Oh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Go to bed at minus twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving around the bloody car with you the other day. It was minus twenty. I'm sure of it. I was trying to stay awake. Were you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're gonna come for a drive with me, you want to make sure you got a blanket to go over your knees there. Yeah, I needed a hoodie. That's what I needed. Well, you've got one. 
I do now. Truck yep. life one. That someone I tried do. to take fear off your back. That's right. Well, it's good uh, that people are trying to do that. So hopefully it's more than one. I saw uh, I saw a picture of our old mate Les Skinner rocking one in the airport or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was yeah. that was pretty cool. Come on the show the other night. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when you... How did you how did you do the other night without me hanging around annoying you? Oh, it was easy. I nearly, I nearly swore then. <laughs> to say how easy it was. No, no, I did miss you, Michael. I did. did you? Yeah. With every shot so far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I, I coped. Yeah, I thought yeah. Yagi would at least come and help me out, but he didn't. But that's all I got through. Yeah. Um, had no real complaints except from you. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think that was only because you missed out on the show. Oh, well... I did miss the show, and and I and I sort of, I, I I really couldn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I did I did I did do my best to to uh, get some snippets of it. I, I heard you and Stirl having a bit of a chat there for a bit. Yeah, and uh, that was fun. I was going to record it, but then I just really didn't care. At the end. It's hard. It's hard to sort of. It's a lot easier when when uh, you've got a, a remote recording happening like we're doing now. so Yeah, well, yeah. I, I tried to do it, but I um, found out I didn't have enough computers. Yeah. You can't co-mingle computers in this, this no. I've found. They, no. When you try to make them talk to one another. They don't yeah, like it. They, oh, they all have their own minds. It's like having three different children in the house and expecting them to love one another and... Mm. You know, it just doesn't happen. And you can say, "Don't make me come down there," but they just don't care, don't do they? No, no. Yeah. Or don't, don't, don't do that, Michael. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but they do don't anyway. Do, so. They do anyway. But no, no, it was good. I I got through the night. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. When it was show you. You got to have a break. So I, I believe you're doing this on next on Wednesday, or you're hosting the show. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say. How, how am I going to do that? I oh, got me, Pete. I'll record I it. Have, how about that? You can do that. I don't have the. I don't have the technology. I don't have the skills. I don't have the software. Oh, no. well, I'll do it then. In fact, I don't even have the hardware to do it. Yeah, I've tried to do it on my Mac, and and the software that we we do for the use for the radio station. I mean, I can play with the radio station, and I can. Adjust the uh, you know the tracks and look do all that. But when ABBA. it comes to I got I get rid of ABBA. I can I can execute that. But when it comes to actually doing the live stuff, I've tried, and it just the computer says no. Oh. So, uh, we well, need to I've we need just, to work out how to do it. Just had a message about the carpet mm-hmm. in Andrew's truck. Have you? And it says so you don't slip over and fall in the wheel well. <laughs> yeah, but at least if you if you at least if you slipped over and fell in the wheel well on that thing, there'd be something to grab hold of. It's not as if you head first, yeah, like you are in a one hundred and four. It's a different scenario. Looks like someone's having a big cook up here on the side of the road somewhere. Right, right, that doesn't surprise me either. Well, they can send text messages. Surely you can get on the phone. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Anyway. Maybe not. Give him a break. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Even our old mate Bob's out tonight. He's uh, he's gone out for dinner with his son tonight. So yeah, he, he rang up and uh, rang up and said, "I'm going out for dinner with my son tonight." So there you go. Hmm. Must and be I one said, of those Saturday nights. Ain't no one's about, or they're watching soccer. Good on you, Bob. I thought, well, okay. So that's our one listener done. Yeah. Now what? I don't now know. Bob, what I'm looking at here, we're talking to quite a few, so. Maybe yeah. one of them would like to call in. That'd be nice. They can call in on 0491 825 Yeah. If they want to, 0491 825 Talk to them. And we could, like, I'll talk to them. I'll talk to anyone will about you? anything. I will, yeah. yeah right. I don't want to particularly talk about too much about trucking stuff, though, at the moment. You like some happy stuff? I just want to be happy. I don't want to be arguing the point about trucking stuff on a Saturday night. No, we'll save that for Wednesdays. That's right. Some people have said, you know, not talking about trucking stuff on a Saturday night is a wasted opportunity. Is it? Uh, well, I don't know. I disagree. I don't think it is. I mean, it, it's it's nice to let people know that we do have a life yeah. where we can talk about other things. I think there's so much else we can talk about on a Saturday night that's even related yeah. to being on the road because that's what our radio yeah. station's about. It's not always yeah. just trucking no um obviously we that's where we all sort of where we started where we ran from but it mm. doesn't mean that um that's all we need to talk about i've mm. got a lot to talk about being being a caravan on the road we've done it with with four kids mm. traveling all over the countryside i don't know how you managed to do that i really don't understand how you could do it i i, I reckon i'd go mental I'd, well, I always said it was an adventure, not a holiday. Oh, it had been, I was going to say, it had been an adventure, all right. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the kids had a great time. Did they? Um, we, did, we had a great time, and we saw a lot of things that we probably put on the list to go back to. Right. Um, not so much that we, you know, saw at the time, but we did a lot of Ks in a short amount of time Yeah. on, on some days. But then we, you know, we spent a fair bit of time in Darwin, Right, um, we got to Darwin and thought, oh, we just need to have a have a bit of rest here for for a little bit. And um, yeah, but there, there's so much to see up there, and so much for your kids to to learn. And if yeah, like my advice, anybody is is pull your kids out of school, get on yeah. the road, and go and have a life. Like if you can afford to do it, or find a way, you know, to do it. Travel, work, and travel. You know. Whatever, whatever way you can find to do it, but it is um, there's certainly so much out there that your kids can learn, mm. and and you'll probably learn a bit of stuff yourself too about you and your kids. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's well worth doing. Um, and and I earn nothing more now than to just be on the road, travel. I know you've said that you've said that before once or twice. Yeah, but there's so much out there to see. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I I think it's something where your kids will end up um, better rounded adults for having that experience. The school system mm. now, and don't get me started, Mike. But no, I think well, I the be. school system now has is is just so limited in what it can offer to broaden your children's horizons. Mm, well, all we can say is that we had the best part of two years of homeschooling and. Uh, isolation and and people getting it done, mm. and and I think that 
you know, there are some kids that may have been a little bit disadvantaged by that, but I honestly think that the, there are a lot of kids that actually got to learn some things uh, about their about their kids that uh, and people have got to learn some things about their kids mm. and made families grow, uh, not in ideal circumstances, um, but it, it just proves that you don't need to take those traditional paths, does it? Oh, um, not at all, no. Mm. Um, and and the the academic side, if if children want to learn, they'll learn. Well, they were doing school of the been doing school of the air for a long time. Yeah, we went uh, there. That was amazing. Yeah. Our kids actually got to sit in a class. Yeah, like, right. In in the school of air at Alice Springs. Yeah, right. I think it was. Yeah, Alice Springs. So yeah. while whilst they're on the radio, well, obviously a lot more computer stuff now, but they're still skyping mm. and. Yeah. You know, same same, same principle. Uh, and our kids got to sit in the radio room or that while they were doing it. And yeah. th- that's an experience that you just you just can't get anywhere else. And, you know, quite well, frankly, if we were stuck, you know, 500 kilometres from the nearest town, sometimes I'd be quite happy. Yeah. Well, there's no reason at all why you can't do it. I mean, you talk about, you talk about learning about uh, nature and, and, and things like that. I mean, where else? Where else can you go? You can go into the into the rainforest in North Queensland, for example, or into the into the bush in Victoria or anywhere, and see things and learn things. And and there are enough resources around that you can you can learn. You know, you can learn all the subjects you need to learn from from going out and experience. I mean. Can you imagine what it'd be like for a kid going out into the into the dane tree and seeing the big phasmids and the orb weavers and the the whole all that insect life and how it all works and then and then doing a bit of research on where all that stuff came from and where and how it all how it all survives and how it all interacts with each other? Can you think of a better classroom than that? No, we there's actually in in um, in the dane tree mm. there's actually They've got a park there and you can wear, I don't know if it was headphones or something on the day, I can't really yeah, remember, but yeah, yeah. they they walk around and, and each site you get to and you're looking at different plants or mm. or animals or whatever and it's giving you a, a guided tour. Yeah. And and it's amazing. And I was surprised um, how little our kids actually knew mm. Um, about that sort of thing, like it's in Australia, it's a rainforest within Australia, which yeah, yeah, surprisingly is quite rare, considering most of that coast was rainforest at one point. Yeah. Um, but but they were amazed and they're walking around listening to it. So you yeah, know, you're crossing rivers and there's crocodiles and you know we're, yeah. when we're in the in the territory and that we were, you know, going boats where they've got those croc feeding tours and that and to watch those. Those animals, they're amazing. Like, yeah, you know, they're they're the ones that you don't muck with. No, <laughs> you, you know, like, and and seeing them in the in the flesh, I suppose, in in those boat tours, like they are stealth. The, yep. The yeah. Um. So that was up. Oh, where were we in Darwin, doing that sort of thing, and yeah. it's um. Yeah, get on the road. Tell your kids about it. It's, it's it can be an amazing adventure. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the trouble with it is I don't think there there, there are many people that just aren't brave enough to do it. Um, yeah. look, it's it's something that you know it's it it is a step to to walk away from what what we have as as common to us, I suppose, where mm. you sit there in your home with your your two point four kids and paying off a mortgage and doing all that to step outside of that and jump yeah. in a caravan and tour. We were pretty lucky at the time. It just it, it was available to us, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I would say if you if you can make it happen, yeah, try because it, it's yeah. You you'll never say it was a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine anyone saying it was a bad thing. No, uh, no. But it 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 uh, probably ruin me if I went and did that now. Oh, well, as I say, it wasn't wasn't easy work some days, but we yeah. we planned a lot of stuff. Um, so you know, we tried to get to points where you think we're at Yogi on the line. Really? We'll bring him in. Why not? Hey, mate, you're live. Why? Why? How did that happen? I don't know, because you rang in. I think that's straight in. Yeah. Straight off the deep end, mate. Here you go, you know, mate. Gentlemen, taking the new ball into the wind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the road radio. Am I a little bit late again? Oh, yeah, just a couple of hours, but you're all right. Just an hour and a half or so. <laughs> it's just an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. Is that long? Is that how long? Oh, yeah. Well, the sun's going a bit longer here. Mm-hmm. So we pulled, probably pulled up only about half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago. So, right, eh? Yeah. We're uh, yeah, we're 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 very 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 close to home. Are you? Yeah, we're uh, so we're going well. Me and Amanda, we're four metres wide going across Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think I think people probably do realise where WA is, but you know, like Casino was last weekend, and here we are. We're still one day from home. Yeah, mm. right. Yeah, still one more day to go, and then we're at Casino home from Casino Truck Show. So. I've been I've had a big battle around the coast. We started uh, Evans Head down to Sydney to pick up there, and then down to Wangaratta, and um, yeah, a few other bits and pieces, and uh, you know, Melbourne, and a couple of pickups, and then we're out. Yeah, All right. Ah, so where'd you get to tonight? I really know, but it's the other side of Esperance. Right, eh? Found a nice little parking bay just out the other side of Esperance, so um. Yeah, just cooked a couple of bits of steak real quick and, uh, yeah, settled into the grease. Yeah. A bit of a cook-up. So you're south yeah, of Grass yeah. Patch then, obviously. Yeah, and and west of Esperance. Right. Righto. So we're, we'd be four and a half hours from home. Yeah, righto. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so what, so half yeah. up, 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 six, or probably six o'clock sunrise here. Yeah. So uh, Esperance is a little bit further into the east. Uh, yes, I think so. Home by about 11 o'clock. Yeah, right. Oh. Have, you get, have you, you still got your delivery to do or have you done your delivery? Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be home by 11, unload, <laughs> and then finish up for dinner about 5 o'clock tomorrow night. Right, eh? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, when, I was um... talking to you, when I was talking to you today, you sort of you said that you had a bit of a buddy coolant leak, mate. What happened there? Did you sort that out? Yeah, I had a uh, yeah. So I had a heater tap leak, and now say what you will, 
Mm-hmm. Heater taps are important as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned at this mm-hmm. time of the year when you're running in the minuses. Yeah. Um, and also then I've got a bloody, there's a radiator neck. I've got a neck weeping little pinprick hole in your radiator neck. So, yeah, yeah it, it never ends with old trucks. And I was only thinking about this today. The PJ, she's a grand old age of 28. 28? 28. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there you go, you youngins out there that are probably born after PJ was born. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fox. <laughs> and, it, and it's still making a living, eh? It's still yeah, making Fox, a living. Is it? No, no, he's fucked up for the weekend because he doesn't know how to work. No, nah, PJ, PJ will be. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, he's still honest as they come. But yeah, look, I've got a bit of a weep on an axle, uh, axle end of my axle. It's got a bit of a seal gone, and you know, radiated mm. neck. So there's always something on an old truck. But geez, I love driving the old truck. I really do. You know, like there's just. Got a got a call on the paddock today, old mate, in a in a freight line, a couple of wagons on. He's like, "Oh man, that's a cool old truck." And I'm like, "Do you know what? Even filthy dirty, it is a cool truck. It is. It does come up well." I was looking at some of the photos from Casino earlier on, uh, yeah, to, today, and because the, the the council guys, the communications guy, has taken a heap of photos. There's drone photos and all that sort of stuff, and. You can see PJ there, and and she she looks the goods, mate. Even today, so yeah, nice. I quite often say it's uh, far from good, but good from or far good from afar, but far from good. Uh, <laughs> Twenty eight, you'd be in your prime, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah, um, eight. Hey, gentlemen, if you were twenty six again and single, how good a life would you live? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, is Amanda right with you right now or not? Yeah, she's in the bunk having a bit of a lie down in the bunk. I'm not saying I'm going to be 26. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But imagine if you knew what you knew now. And mm. you now, I know there's people out there that are not 26. But at the end of the day, imagine if you were single at 26 and we know what we know now. Yeah. What a life. What a life we could live with. Buy, you buy 40 houses on, in some country town because you know you're going to make a screen out of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it would have saved me a million dollars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that quite seriously. Yeah, I know. I've heard some numbers during the week of you calling up some stuff. Don't get me wrong. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate, it would have saved me. would have saved me a million, I can tell you. But anyway, there you go. At least. At least. Did I hear when I was cooking a steak? And mind you, absolutely nailed the steak. Don't get me wrong as well. Like, yeah. uh, could, could not go wrong there. You would have. Did I hear you say, Mike, that you clean trucks up and you got them dirty within the first 20 minutes of driving? That's right. Yeah, are, we, are, we, are we talking to the same editor here or what's going on there, you know? So, no, no. Well, I, 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 did he actually I, wash I, the truck? Yeah, yeah, I've washed a few. Shined it up. Shined yeah. it up was the word. Sean, no, uh, uh, we, we we had a what's the what's the expression that you bring boys use? Apply the shine. Apply the shine. Apply the shine. Yeah, I've done I've done that, and then taking it out and driven it out the bush and had it dirty in twenty minutes. That's all right. That's what we do. Oh, no, I, I have been in that predicament on a Sunday, but I just love it. I just yeah. love it on a Monday morning when I walk out and go, stop it! Look at you, yeah, all shiny, all dialed in. You know what I miss about driving through the towns? You know what I miss about driving through the towns, Jakey? 
the noise because you're driving daffodilly? <laughs> you idiot. I'm talking, I'm talk, I'm talking about you, you, know, you sit there and you've got the elbow on the window on the windowsill and, you, and you're sort of idling down the street in the, uh, in the big 9 and you and you've got the you, yeah you've got the shine on and you see you see the reflection in the plate glass windows of the shop fronts. I oh, know. Did you hear old Auntie Doris holding her ears back because you're making them chuck the too loud through the town. Too loud. Too loud. I don't like them in town. We got to make a bypass around this. That's town. right. Well, yeah. We don't, we don't get it anymore, do we? And deliver mm. it all by rail. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, rail would solve so many million problems. It would. It would. Yeah. Especially, especially if the trains pulled up at the supermarkets. Yeah, that's right. It just appeared they couldn't build the railway line where all rail could be used in the same state. Mm, Wouldn't that be a bonus? You know, that'd like, be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Well, Don't start. Yeah, I mean, Don't start. No, no, I'm happy to start. How the hell did that happen? Well, I often think about rail and how badly it was designed. Well, surely you would go one gauge rail. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Well, what's well, interesting is back then when this happened... Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many train manufacturers were there to end up with different well, sized right. tracks? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, what were you in grade three or four back then, Craig? Yep. <laughs> I I don't think I was where were you, that where, part. Where, were you walking six miles to school? I wasn't too sure. What part of that were you up to? No, there? no. You're we're only walking. Right, we're only okay. doing. We're only doing one mile to the bus stop. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah. No yeah. bindies because we sprayed them out with Roundup. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at you. There's nothing wrong with you at all. No. What? Yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was me who walked 25 miles to school in my oh, family. Well, look, I didn't oh. want to go too far back into history, you know. Yeah. 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 That was me. I don't, I don't well, think any, anyone used to walk 10 miles through the Bindi Patch to school because yeah. there wasn't that many schools. And if you lived more than 10 miles, you wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Yeah, you'd yeah. probably be out farming bindies. Mm. It'd probably be a better idea than going to school. Yeah. Have you ever stepped on a bindi so thick and so so long and sharp it's gone through your thong? Yeah. No, oh, come in. I've had I've walked through bindi patches to take your thongs off. Yeah, oh no. Yeah, aye, aye, aye. We don't. We don't. What are they called? They're called double G's over here or Calpol or something. Yeah. Yeah, because we're a lot cooler and we've got a cool name for them over here. W. I've walked but, through. Yeah. You walk through the bindies, and then, and then you go and you walk somewhere else, and you can hear the bindies crunching under your boots, and you've got to pull the boot off and pull all the bindies out. And yeah, it's when they yeah. come it's through some, your, through your boot yeah. into your foot. That's that's their bindies. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's the, the godfather of bindies. But we, it's, a, it's actually a real problem here in the west. Like, there's a lot up north, a lot of calfer, a lot of double G up north, and they, yeah. and they're just sticky little things. So. We we haven't got it in Catani, and we definitely haven't got it at my place. But I cart a lot of machines, and we've mm. got to be very conscious about them stuck in the thighs. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a real thing. It's a serious, genuine thing here. Right? They, they, they they have a good they have, they'd have a good look at all that sort of stuff at, at the Aquas Crossing Point at the border, wouldn't they? Oh, I didn't ever last night. He held me up for an hour there last night. Did he? Yeah. 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 Pulling the cadets yeah, out of your tires or. Who's, who's doing the banging around? Not me. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the padded cell. Not me. Oh, yeah. I can hear someone sounds like their bloody 
Yeah, making bongo drum. Bongo drum noise or something. What, I mean, are, oh. we, are we doing karaoke here tonight, gentlemen, eh? We could do. Hey, how's the music selection? Bit of a cross-section of, you know... Yeah. We've only, yeah, we've only played one song. We've been waffling. Oh. We're played, up to the uh, next we, one, played, we played Turn Me Loose, we played. Interstate Love. Any... Huh? Hey, who, Turn what? Oh, Interstate Love. No, it's coming up shortly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Interstate oh, love. Oh, the other one, Bittersweet Symphony by the yeah. Birds. Yeah. Because this is what it is. Because I knew I wouldn't quite get home tonight and I knew it would be a Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. It's actually not a bad, that's not actually a bad, actually not a bad song, Matt. You know, the well, I, I did it all for you, Mike. I missed you this yeah. week because you're off doing other things this week and I, yeah. I missed the radio because of it. I was going to say because of something. Really bad. Oh, no, it wasn't really bad. I was going to say because of the NHBR work diary. I missed the radio this week. It's your excuse. You're sticking well, to no, it. It's the national work diary. It's not so much the NHBR work diary. Yeah, well, they're going to have to fix it now, <laughs> considering you've now missed a radio show because of it. Yeah. Oh, what a bloody hopeless. I mean, working after night buggers me out for the next day. And you know, look, I can whinge about it to you, like, and it's Saturday night, I'm allowed to, but it effectively caused me two hours of not getting home today. Yeah. yeah. Hey, preaching in the converted here, aren't we? Yeah. Well, look, it's funny that all funny. the thousands of listeners out there going, you're right, Yogi, I'm preaching to the converted. Funny, funny you, you talk about this, you know, I was actually sent a message today, right, which talks about just pretty much exactly that. Right. About how it, how it, how it uh, costs your time and, and all that. Now, I I, I don't have it. I'm, I'm going to try and... Who's doing the screwing? <laughs> what are you screwing up? Yogi's walking around doing his pre-trip, I reckon. Oh, no way. I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the saddle. I'm right to go for the morning. Oh, well, someone sounds like they were doing up a bloody fuel cap just nah, then. I just, moved, I just moved a beer from one side of the desk to the other. That might have been it. Uh, oh, mate. Oh, hypersensitive here. Anyway, our our oh, our, our friend Dean Croak from the states, yeah, who works for DAT, which is uh, Data DAT. DAT. You've met you've met Dean, oh, haven't you? It, it stands for Dial a Truck. Does it really? Used to, yeah. In the back in the seventies when they started Dial a Truck, yeah. I think was when it started. Eh? I know. Well, I I I, I got sent. I got sent an article that he wrote today. He didn't even send it to me. Someone else sent it to me. He's a good dude. And uh, it talks about the importance of sleep in the freight industry. He wrote it in 2021. And oh, yeah, right, eh? And it's, it's really quite interesting. You talk about how how drivers are often, um, obviously, he's writing from an American point of view. Yeah. But uh, And Dean Craig's an Australian, for those of you who don't know. He's a, he, he, written and done a lot of stuff here in Australia. Um, and there's a lovely little thing written by him uh, about uh, his uh, experiences in Australia in our magazine. But um, he talks about balanced sleep with work and, and things like that and basically how the prescriptive si- uh, system uh, does exactly what you said. You, you, you know? Yeah. It, 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 it isn't... We're all different, basically, he's saying. Yeah, come into the west and we can sort of yeah. adjust it to to the hours that we need to work and the yeah. uh, and the ability to to wander on home. I just I just read the first paragraph. He says 
Sleep is a rare commodity in a trucker's life. Good quality sleep is even rarer. And that's why the one-size-fits-all prescriptive approach to work and rest leaves so many drivers both mentally and physically exhausted. No two drivers have the same need for sleep. We're all wired differently from birth with our own unique body clock, and that drives our preferred work-rest patterns. That's the opening paragraph wow. of this bit. So, I, so they knew this all the way back in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dean was writing about it back in 2021. DHT Freight and Analytics. I mean, this is the sort of stuff that we've been saying forever. You're right. They should have figured out how to make one train line and figure out sleep patterns. Yep. Yeah. insane. Yep. Yeah. And, the science, the and science how they can that. deliver like the letters to our letterbox by mm. tram. Tram, wouldn't it be, if it's regional, like... Yeah. You know, through the streets. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look through the scores for the, uh, for the soccer. I, I know the scores. I know the scores. Nil all. Mm. So no one scored. They only scored like one point right at the end of the game. No Never. one, no one, no one scored. That's looks like all three of us. None of us have scored yeah. either. And if it's four nil, it's a bloodbath. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's. it's uh, I know. It's correct. And I, I look. I'm only assuming. Is there soccer on at the moment? Yeah, there is. It's the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup, mate. Oh yeah, that's right. The World Cup. Correct. The, uh, yeah. the Matildas yeah. are playing. France. The Matildas are playing France tonight in an effort to get through to the uh, to the finals. So the oh, semis, well, sorry, through to the semi final. I've got, I've got an update on the score. It says West Coast Eagles 14, mm. Fremantle 28. Is that the same, yep. same game? No. And just, on the, just, on, just, on the, just on the rugby, the Eels got absolutely smashed. Yeah. Absolutely smashed. Yeah. Really? Over 50 points to like 10 or something. Is that? Oh, that's a shellacking. That's like a Queensland state of origin. Like, Par- like Parramatta. Parramatta Eels. Doesn't matter, Parramatta. A- absolutely smashed. Uh, absolutely smashed. Uh, by the Broncos, mate. Oh, yeah, played a go. Yeah, they, they played. Well, it, wasn't, it was a bit of a one bit of one-way traffic there, mate. Yeah, they obviously turned up and the Eels decided to not turn up. <laughs> they did something wrong anyway. I'm not sure of the <laughs> score, but I, I looked. I looked at the score, and it was like damn near fifty or something. And the other and the eels were on like. Oh, I, I know what the problem is. They got caught on Parramatta Road back yeah. in my day when we used to run Parramatta Road. It was atrocious. <laughs> three lanes. They couldn't fit two lanes into three. And no, no. See, that's why the rugby bus probably got. You know, held up in traffic on Parramatta Road. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have made the stadium if they're on Parramatta Road. You idiot. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. It just shows how much I know about one Parramatta Mm -hmm. Eels and two Parramatta Road. I actually do know that road, but anyway. It used to be be one long car yard at one point in time, Mm. Parramatta Road. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. If you go through there in the middle of the night, you can do a bit of shopping. Yeah. Have a bit of a look. And uh, I bought a car from Thompson's Performance Cars on Parramatta Road. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, so, yeah. What, what uh, was it, a Sigma? 
No, no, it was a Monaro, you idiot. <laughs> All right. Oh, it was a, it was a, a real a, car. Not a Camaro. No, a Monaro. Uh, a Cortina, uh, forgive uh, me, escort, forgive uh, me. A Monaro. <laughs> a Monaro. Back when you didn't care what fuel cost. Oh, I mean, uh, fuel back then was like three cents a litre, wasn't it? Or something something like, that. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back well, when the fuel oh. companies loved you. So yeah. how much was it on the border, Yagi? Three dollars and two cents. Really? I, 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 mum, yeah, you're listening. I shit you not. Three dollars and two cents at Border Village. It was wow. thirty cents cheaper at Eucla for some bizarre reason because that must that twelve k's must be a lot of transport. Yeah, yeah, but it was three dollars, three dollars o two. There are three dollars o two, not three dollars two, three dollars o two. Yeah, but everywhere's yeah. been somewhere. We, we paid two dollars forty-seven uh, at Majura Pass today at the Shell there. Yeah, two dollars twenty-seven just north of Esperance today for Amanda as well. Yeah, uh, we're about two bucks at home at the moment now, which is yeah, we've been hovering around a dollar seventy for a long time. It's been pretty yeah. good at home. Yeah, um, but we went up thirty cents overnight. So obviously, um, somebody's bombed somebody, or somebody's saying there's no oil, or OPEC has done something, or you know. Anyway, we're going to ruin our economy. So there you go. Think deep about that, ladies and gentlemen, on a Saturday night. That will ruin our economy. Yeah. Well, we've got to. uh, We do have to pass the trust on. We're not supposed to be talking about fucking stuff. We're supposed to be talking about ah, gotcha. Saturday (laughs) night trucking. Did you say trucker? He said trucker, didn't he? No, no, he didn't. I heard it. I said trucker now. I said trucker. Well, I don't thought about it, but I mean, it is the cost of living. And I'll tell you what, I did notice this trip that everything is costing more on the road. Oh, yeah. maybe we're not, maybe we're a bit sheltered over here in the West, or maybe I don't buy that much on the road. But yeah, wow, the, the cost of everything has gone up dramatically on the East Coast. Yeah, well, yeah. I've often thought that Western Australia is a bit of a sheltered workshop, but we, we won't go into that. Well, I mean, we've been propping up the rest of the country for forever now. Like, I was, yeah, have with the GST that? money have, and all that, we've been giving you a lot over there because you're poor cubs. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Hey, uh, have you have you gone out and bought that carton of bloody uh, bush chook yet, have you, buddy? Oh, yeah. See, I kind of heard a little bit of that Wednesday night when I was trucking along trying to make it up and we silly weren't, Doris. Uh, yeah, so what have you done? Have you built a, built a parking bay yet? You like, I don't, or, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll build one out the front of my house. <laughs> well, I've used it. It's quite good. It's actually quite nice. I don't know what you haven't made a parking bay. Well, you, if you, you actually parked in it. Yeah, that's I true. did. I know. I know. And you, and you ate at the roadhouse, even though you cooked your own eggs. But that's... I did a perfect poached egg. I, I was going on about that beforehand, and I had I must say, it's know, just it was, was it was exceptional. I know. See, I, and, I, and I was, I was, I was granted. It was like the Iron Chef. You remember that show on the SBS, Iron Chef? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay to use her kitchen, so yeah. I was crowned. And I was oh, yeah? allowed into the kitchen. It was great. It was like it was the most like it was like there was fog coming up from the yeah. from the floor, and I was able to pick my eggs. And it was, like, it was like it was like I've really come of age. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was. I, was I, looked, I don't think Craig realised that he just smashed three of them and didn't even say boo. But didn't you I got it done. 
Oh, I yeah. said thank you. So well, you did say thank you. Correct. Thank you, but sir. I mean, it, me, and, me and Colette, we worked hard on that. Like we put a lot. Now, it, ha, it was mentioned that there is a lot of work in making a perfect pasty. And it yes, was. There I, is. I watched from a distance. Yeah. 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 I was surprised that Colette let you use the kitchen. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was, I was, crowd, I was given granted for two yeah. minutes to be in there. And I, I did notice like, that I you didn't wash up either. No, no, I didn't. I didn't, and I feel bad about that. And well, then I, I wouldn't because I believe that you shouldn't have to wash up if you cook. Right, eh? I'm well, not allowed to wash I mean, up, so it's it's easy for me. Did you, right, you wash up right. after you cook, do you? No, I don't, do you do, a, well, I, I don't do I it properly, do it, so yeah. I don't do it at all. All oh, right, yeah. I'll you. I've got it. I got a cast iron pan and a knife and a fork, and that's how you wash up on the paddock when you're cooking. <laughs> Great work! I know you. I know you've got one of those magic baskets where you just throw everything in and it comes back washed and cold. I know you've got one of those. We've all we got had, one of those. We had, we had that discussion. Didn't we? Mike, Mike, you got one of those magic baskets. We thought all my washing was done, and that's I right. don't know where it happened, but that happened. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised we've all three got one. You know, like, oh, no. that guy's Maybe. pretty funny though, too. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? That how that happens. <laughs> mm. yeah. So yeah, so we had a great. Oh, we had a great week. At, uh, Casino truck so it was a great week. Great wrap up. Uh, got a lovely little text message from. Um, the CEO of uh, Richmond Valley Council saying thank you very much for a support. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone, because I haven't had a chance to say thank you, everyone, but there everyone that turned up at Casino Trucks. Yeah. Well, guess what? Breaking news. Oh, here we go. Still can't. We have Still a. Can't uh, a we, we have a. You can't do it. Oh, no, I'll try it. No, it doesn't work. Hey, my voice is back. I've just got my voice back up for a couple of days. <laughs> had a chat with Jamie Shuttleworth from Monkey Spunk. Oh, Jamie, he's a good mate. <laughs> Jamie, 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 Jamie gave me a big man hug. <laughs> right. That's so it. Jamie's a very reserved bloke, lovely bloke, but doesn't yeah. want the limelight. So yeah. What did you talk to Jamie about? Jamie's going to put a, a, a bit of do a bit of sponsorship of Truck and Life. Oh, mate. How cool is that? How cool is that? Yeah. You know, and, I was, uh, having, I was yeah. having a look at what they do oh. with all the like the billet machining, uh, like the, the bits and pieces. It's pretty yeah. cool what they do. No one else does anything like it. And the um the buttons. So there's yeah. people that do buttons, right? Mm. Do you track the trailer button? Yeah. But they've got to be a set. They've got to have a set writing on them. Yeah, they do. Illegal. So Jamie's nailed all that. So yeah. monkey spunk. Can't go wrong. Now, did he say, did you see the present I got for Good Oath? For Darren Goodwin's casino truck, so 10 years. Me and Jamie did this with, with the help of Hayden. Yeah. Right. A little bit of a brainwave there. And we sort of come up with an idea of 10 nut covers. Yep. And then each, each year that the truck show was run, you know, sort of billeted onto the nut covers. I don't know how it's done. And then a, and a nice little hub steer cover that says, cheers, Darren, for the 10 years. Yeah, right. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was really cool. So that was, yeah, three of us had a little bit of a brainwave. And, 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 and look, four people knew about it. And uh, and it was a it was a really good secret, that. So, uh, yeah. well done. And Dan, 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 the songwriter, was the other one because he scrolled it. 
He's got yeah. the box. Yeah. That was really uh, cool. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, we it was an incredible thing for the for the uh, truck show to have as many trucks there and obviously legitimately the number one working truck show in, in the Southern Hemisphere now. One of the biggest truck shows in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, and it pipped... The great uh, show on earth. Well, it pipped the uh, Christchurch uh, TMC truck show. Yeah, um, and that uh, is a big show, isn't it? It is a big Out show. Out in the yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, a lot of work going on there, yeah, yeah. as we well know. Yeah, and, uh, and um, the whole thing... The way the way it all went down is a hell of a lot in that. You know, congratulations to the the Richmond Valley Council for getting behind it and supporting it. Yeah, and uh, great to see. It's a that. huge thing. It's a huge thing. I I think there's going to be a few lessons learned and some conversations. I I'd imagine yep. that the the debrief conversation would have been pretty involved. People were told uh, it took one lady forty minutes. To walk from where she was parked down to our stand. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. a long. It'll sort of give you some yeah. indication of how far away things are. It's a big. It's a big show, and um, yeah, it's a, there's a lot going on there, and uh, to all the volunteers that help park the trucks, and to Hayden when he coordinated all those volunteers, yeah. and, and, yeah. and like Hayden said the other day, I had a good chat to Hayden. We had a bit of a debrief. I haven't quite caught up with Good yet. Um, he thanks all the drivers. So all the drivers yeah. that just said yes. We will back in. Yes, we will park there. Yes, we will do that. Yeah. That makes a show. Mm-hmm. That yeah. really, really makes a show. So he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the old debrief will be interesting down there on, uh, in the next day or three when they, uh, when they decide to have it. And uh, mm-hmm. what I've learned from a Chapino truck show is I must, I must, I must wash my front disc. That's what I've got to do. <laughs> uh, and, and, the, and the fuel tank brackets and, and the polished crossover lines on the fuel. I'm yeah. wash them now. I've got to get the red off them. Yeah. But I've got to do it if I've got to be anywhere near winning casino truck show. Well, <laughs> I, I, honestly, Brad, I hate to break it to you. Yep. But there are some boys out there that really do do a good job and take it. Uh, yeah. So the, the red, the red rust in the rims didn't quite fit the mould. Right. It's it's bespoke though. Isn't that what they call where it's. Classic and unique to your vehicle, bespoke, isn't that the word? Oh, bespoke. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Well, stay, stay tuned because as I slid back down through uh, Sydney Town, now I heard you boys talking about caustic acid and some other random chemical card and stuff that you boys are on about. No, I was going to ask, gonna ask a- Andrew was telling me that he puts cloudy ammonia. Oh, yeah, and, and you can tell he's got to wear like a face mask and that because it's yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I tell you, it does a good job. But I, I wandered back down through Sydney and I picked up a couple of pallets there. Yeah. A good customer in Wayne Grander and I ended up at Omicron. Right on. And, uh, and the, what they, stay tuned, gentlemen. Stay yeah. tuned. Right on. They're truck cleaning specialists. Right on. So, that, so, that, so, so Amanda's pilot car got a full detail while I was loading and tarping. And he said, oh, he said oh, I'll get these rims clean on this Toyota. And you can get the tarp on that. I said, well, you're on. It's only a top deck tarp. I'll, I'll, and I said, job's on. So we've done a nice little video there. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be and I'll be, I'll be be cleaned on both sides, but he got it done. He was quicker and cleaner than I got the tarp on the two pallets. So wow. Wow. Yeah. Good product. Wow. So when you were saying before 
that will you, can you spray it on and can you spray it off? I reckon this Omicron stuff, I reckon you can. Wow. Yeah, well, but, but I'm going to trial. Oh, stay tuned. Good luck. I, uh, I'm, I'm always very, very interested in cleaning products. I mean, I, I would love to be able to drive around a truck that looks like the, the shine's just been applied all the time, you know, yep. give it a bit of a hose and all that. But, I mean, ceramic coating costs, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, and you sort of put that spray uh, spray and wipe stuff on. I wonder about that and, you know, how, how it works. I mean, if anyone can tell me how to keep the bugs off a bull bar or get them to come off easily, I'd love to know the answer to that. Don't drive Oh, uh, yeah. Don't yeah, drive No, we can do that. Yeah, that's um, baby oil. Baby oil? <laughs> no, no, that used to be the thing. Put them in your rims and keep them all clean, but... Uh, yeah, look, I know what Craig was saying was right. You've got to keep polished. Yeah, I know that. I know that Tones put some um, some of that clear coat stuff on the front of his K two hundred. Oh, I'm okay. Like, I'm not. I don't know much about that or what it was or how it worked or. Yeah, and he and he's been he's been an ambassador for Omicron as well. Has he? With the truck stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know much about it. I mean, I've, as I said, I've never been uh, I, like a pressure wash and a bit of a scrub with the brush, and that's about yeah, as far as right I there. go. <laughs> <laughs> stop right there, you said brush. Oh, my goodness. Brush. You're sweeping the floor. Well, <laughs> sponge. A sponge. You know, get a special cloth and everything, you know, hand wash Yeah, a bit of microphone. That quick wax is good. I actually like that quick wax. That spray on sort of wipe off stuff a lot. Yeah. What's wrong with the brush? On an eight? What's a lot of thousand things? A thousand things. You you can buy those shaped brushes to go up and down your stacks with? No. You're killing me. Like, you can't, that's right. Well, how else do you get up there? Ladder? Well, sponge? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, sponge. Yeah. Maybe climb on the roof. Like, oh, yeah. just, I, I, if, mate, if I got on the roof of your 900, I'd go through the damn roof. Yeah, I'm, I'm be cautious. He's getting a bit worn on top. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I, I'm sort of thinking the same thing. Yeah. My days are climbing up there getting a bit numbered. Yeah. I, that's I, why you I, need a two-story house. Oh, yeah, you park right up near the veranda. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then you can reach over with your sponge on a pole. Well, I, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I worry about. I mean, I see guys standing on the top of the bonnet and stuff. I think, dear lord, yeah, you know, he might help you when you're that high. In your socks, you'll yeah. be in your socks. In your socks, yeah. I get yeah. worried about falling off. Yeah, look, you should. Oh, well, you should. what you do then, oh, okay. go to them. <laughs> sorry, you know those um, trampoline joints where you, you know, you can bounce around? They call them bounce, actually. They'll yeah. sell you these special socks where they've got grips on the bottom of the socks. Right. So, yeah, that's right. So you can walk along or, the bonnet or, or wherever. Or when Truck and Life wants to do like a, like a you know, remember the Interstater is a book that Truck and Life brought out and we want to do a book when we get to that point. Maybe we can say to the editor, hey, just climb up on that bonnet there so he can strategically slip off and apply all his time to it. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know what I've found to be the best way to, to keep my truck clean? Yeah. 
I strategically park it at the uh, at Smeaton Grange at the truck wash. Hey, this is and, where Omicron is, Smeaton Grange. And, and say, so there you go, boys. And, and let them go nuts. Where, where's uh, that one? At, oh, is there one there? Is there? Right opposite the Coles DC at Smeaton Grange, mate. Uh, they do a bloody good job, too. We we, we had dinner, because you're away. We had dinner at... Um, the other day, but where? Norellan? Is that what it's called? Norellan? Yeah, Norellan. Yeah. yeah. Is there a shopping centre there? And there was a barbecue joint in there. What a yeah. cracker! What a cracking yeah. feed that was. Gee, where did you find the... to park the truck there? Oh, look, you know, it's a single you park it anyway. Yeah, that's really great. I mean, you know, loading bays that the, the coal trucks come into. They only come in every now and then. They're not always in them. Right. Yeah. So you can back into them every now and then, just drop your amps and look like you're loading and unloading. Yeah. Pretty cool. Right drop on. the car off and then park it. No, I'll park, I'll park around the corner at Sweet and Grange. <laughs> like yeah. We went down there for dinner. But I've had some barbecue all around the world. And uh, yeah. I'll tell you, that whatever it is there, it was yeah. in a row of restaurant, restaurants and there was some fancy high-end uh, shopping centre there. And it was a mm. really nice barbecue joint there. And I, I can't remember the name, but it was one of the best. Yeah. They had burnt pork ends and everything. They were spot on the money. Wow. Mm. Uh, that's pretty good. Mm. Flo- good floats place. are always good for parking anyway. You just pull up, put your flashing lights on. Yep, yep. flashing lights. Go and yeah, do whatever you want. Yep, yep. yep. Someone comes yep. out, you say, I'm just waiting for a bloke to turn up with his machine. Yeah, just, I mean, even pull a couple of chains out if you feel the need or, you yeah. know, like, yeah. yeah. That's always a necessity. Yeah. Righto. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks in the trade. In in your world, Mike, you can't just pull up and turn the taps on on the tank because you don't know what's in it, and you can't just let it run into the water system. Yeah. No. And you know, my my dad did that for years, right? Now this is this is as stupid as it sounds. He used to cart water to a plant. They could only take three quarters of the truck. Right. Right. So he, he had a silver tank carting water. Yep. And he'd go around the corner and he'd have his lunch and he'd just turn the tap on yeah. and just let it flow out the back of the tank. Right, eh? Because you can't drive around with a tank of water on, can you? It'll be no, it's an, uh, there's, there's an issue there about knowledge. And did you know that no one ever stopped to say, what are you doing? Well, you could have just been dropping acid or whatever else that was in the tank. Like, no one ever stopped and said, what? Well, on, the, on the Prince's Highway, he just turned the tap on and let it run down in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good yeah. times, gentlemen. That was a few years ago. That was good times. You know, no one cared back then. Well, in, in, in some respects, there aren't a lot of people that care about that sort of thing now. Well, true. Probably you, don't want, you, don't, you don't want to let the EPA catch when you're doing it, though. You might, have some you might have some questions to answer. Yeah. Milk's a bad one. Don't drop milk on the ground. Milk's really bad. Oh, oh that's right. They no, we well, yeah. can't cry because you've got to take action. You do. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Milk's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Milk's bad. Milk is really bad. Yeah. It robs hey, uh, robs the water of its oxygen. It does. Oh. Kills the fish. Kills very quickly. And all sorts of other oh, other marine yeah. life. Is, what's the truth in that milk's good for cleaning beer lines out? I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Sounds Dude, absurd, what? actually. Why would you put milk in a beer I've line? heard. 
I've heard yeah. it's good for cleaning beer lawns, but I just I don't know. It's something yeah. you learn one of these days. I, I believe but it's a challenge in them big stadiums and that to when do you start pumping the water through it to pump the beer out? Like, because there could be like twenty kegs or something in the beer lines in a stadium. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. So you got to, at one point start pumping water through it to yep. push the beer out. Do you know what? I'd, or what, what? What? What does it matter when you're drinking out of plastic cup? It's a complete not a waste of all. It's it right. like crap. Well, by the end of the night, no one probably cares anyway because they wouldn't know the difference. Well, that's right. When you're drinking four x gold, and you think you're drinking something better. <laughs> mm. I'm not even going to. Don't even go there, do right. you? Right. Anyway, back to where we were. No, I haven't bought the beer yet. But have no, you? I have a beer yet, or no, I haven't seen results yet. It's so going to. Uh, it's going to. Uh, me the money. It's going to cost you. Apparently, it's going to. Stills promised me it's going to cost you a carton, dude. Well, he's telling me a slab, yeah, uh, not a slab, a, a pallet. A, a pallet. That was between yeah, you and him. I've got nothing to do with the pallet. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. He called me the big talker from Kitani, and he's bang on the money. I am talking big because I want results in a nice way. I, I'm right. happy to be sceptical, but right. I want results. Right, I say do I. But otherwise, yeah, at the Christmas party, at the on the road truck and light Christmas party, you boys are buying export cans. That's where's right. where's the party? Well, when you bought that mansion on the Goldie, we're going to just go there, right? Eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. A fourteen yeah. million dollar one that we, you know, which the one, the, 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 the one did, we talked about. Did we not buy that? No, we didn't. I missed out. Uh, oh, oh, was that on eBay or oh. Grave Online? We missed it. Yeah, missed out on that one. <laughs> we were logged out. Couldn't log in. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to pick a central location. Do you know? Oh, well, well, last night where were we? We were at the border. It was yeah. close, but I reckon uh, to June it might be a central location. For you, you reckon? They got an airport yeah. there. Uh, yeah. yeah. We could we could go to we could go to Sydney. <laughs> yep. Do we have to go and have breakfast at Mozzie's? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Probably probably one of the better ones out there at the moment, Mozzie's. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Mozzie's just all fly to Darwin then. Yeah, well, there's that too. Maybe not at yeah, Christmas I mean, time. No, that's a bit hot and humid huh? up there. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Dirty and rain. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The player, the player comfort level's not real good around Christmas yeah. time up there. <laughs> 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 you know, you sweat whether you want to or you don't want to. That's, sweat. that's right. Wet in the morning and wet in the afternoon. Oh, mate, I remember <laughs> when I was living up in Cairns and you'd sort of, you would I go know. and, and you'd, get, you'd be all sweaty and go and have a shower and you'd get out and you'd dry yourself off and you'd be sweaty before you walked out of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You'd get everything done by six o'clock in the morning because after yeah. that, you sweat simply. Well, I used to, that's when I was towing the car carrier. And um, I used to oh, car the yeah. new Hyundai's and Honda's up to up to Trinity's there in, in Cairns, and I used to unload the bloody things at like 2 o'clock in the morning because it was about the only time you could do it. Yeah, it was actually nice at 2 o'clock. It was, was nice at 2 o'clock in the morning. Have you, yeah. you been up to Cairns in a while? or Mate, I've been up there for ages. It used to be a really unfriendly place for trucks, mm. Yeah. There's a little bit going on up there now, though. There's a few places that got parked around in the port. Okay. Yeah, it used to be open. Yeah. Yeah, I always come back down the inland road while coming out up the top. But uh, yeah. every now and then, float three cans and uh, end up in Airlie Beach and uh, yeah. wander on back down south to load again and go back north again. Airlie Beach is north Queensland. 
I got I got rained in at the Brandon Hotel there for a few days once. That was that was rained Yeah, no, we were stuck with the, the bloody floods and everything. The Bruce Highway was flooded, shock horror, because that never happens. No, you wouldn't uh, read about it. You wouldn't yeah. read about it. Actually, I, just... I did in Truck and Mark, looking back in 10 years, 17 years, and 40 years. I read three times that the Bruce Highway was flooded. <laughs> flooded. You, so, would, you would read about it. You would read about it. And I got stuck at the Brandon Hotel uh, for, for like three days. It was, um, yeah, yeah, very, very interesting. I don't mind Brandon. Was Bruce a bit of a low, low-lying character? Because he's on the road in low lying areas. <laughs> Probably did. I, I mean, they 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 redid a hell of a lot of it up around through Silkwood and all that. They they bypassed a little bit of that and they made it a bit better. And they were talking about they'll be flood mitigating on the Bruce Highway, mate. A hundred in a hundred years from now. Mm. Wow, well, that's right. Doing. I mean, it's always we're worried about that one in one hundred flood that happened ten times in the last thirty. That's years. right. That's they, right. Yeah. They probably weren't that concerned about it because they were going to build a bigger and better rail line up that way. Oh, right. yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Utopia. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, Inland Rail. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that you mentioned it, we should talk about the launch of the new Inland Rail. <laughs> the launch? <laughs> the launch yeah, that's of it. Yeah, that's what happened at Utah. Can we just put it out in the yep. media that we're talking about it? Yeah, no, we're gonna run there's going to be this... Yeah. yeah. And I think they're actually building, like, a, a bridge along the, the ocean shores... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it I, runs right along the yeah. beach all the way from, I think, Sydney to um, Cairns. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like that bridge down near in the south coast, isn't it, Mike? Yep. That's the one. Yeah. Yep, down around Sydney yeah. Harbour. Yeah. yeah. No, the one down around Wollongong, mate. That's the Sky Bridge or something they call it, I think. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, they're building that all the way from Sydney to Cairns. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. stage one down there at the right. Gong. Yeah. So someone's made a wish of the journey and said he wants either a sky bridge or he wants to understand women and the journey said, how many lanes do you want that bridge to be? Seven. <laughs> I'm going to get well, shot. I'll get shot if I keep that up. I understand. I understand. I'll do all right. Do you? Cook a good steak. Yeah. That's all that yeah. And eggs. Cook a decent and cook an egg? Well, Amanda doesn't eat eggs, so it doesn't matter how good I am. I only cook eggs. I'm the only one in our house that eats eggs. Yeah, I know. And when I talk about the perfect poached egg, I only do it for myself. And So do you, do you cook anything me. else, though? Hey? Do you cook anything else? You didn't need for, for Craig as well, but do you, do, you, do you cook anything else apart from steak and eggs? Oh, no, I wasn't allowed up in the kitchen. No way. At all. I didn't get I didn't get a go in, in Blondie's kitchen. At all? No, that's right. So just remember that. Just get in line, all right? Hmm. There's a pecking order here, son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Don't don't remember you saying you're going to cook us eggs at all, Mike. No, I wasn't going to cook the eggs. No. He more or less oh, no, turned I up at the table wondering where his breakfast was. That was. <laughs> that's not <laughs> true either. <laughs> that is not true. The man's a man's not a man unless he's eating his cornflakes first thing in the morning. It's got to happen. You know. Oh, like, I get it. I, I, I do have to. I do have to say that the uh, Evans Head bed and breakfast is is uh, every bit as good as the uh, the uh, Rosie's Roadhouse at Carmel, mate. Yeah. Yeah, right. Highly rated. To live up to when you when you all come west. Give out a feed at Rosie's Roadhouse at Carmel, haven't you, mate? Yeah, I've still got 
some bacon and egg rolls that she cooked. Oh, there was a heap of them. I put some in the freezer. There was that many we ate. It was great. We had a ball up there. But, uh, exactly. No, I, I mean, I can cook anything else. I just, uh, what else do you want me to cook? You know, mm-hmm. you know, but I've cooked it. I don't know. Anyway, know. we might go to a tune. One of Yogi's right. favourites. Yeah. Yeah? Right, eh? You can introduce it then. Something about bitter. Oh, this, oh it's the Bittersweet Symphony by the verb. Yeah. Because we're not quite home. Right. Yeah. There you go. We'll play this. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, listeners. We're here with Yogi and Mike. We are, and we just got to have a just to have a quick conversation about the Matildas because they've gone through to the uh, to the next stage. Would After one say a... waltzing Matilda? I suppose one, one could say, oh, dear, oh, dear. Just someone stop him now, will we? No, he's no, coming he late. You've got to give, hey. him, give him a bit of rope here. Yeah, that's here. right. Yeah, that's right. right. You, yeah, you call me MC because MC, I can't stop at Hammer Time. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. So after a scoreless draw, so no one scored. I was right in the nil all draw. Yep. <laughs> For 120 minutes. So someone still wins. Yeah, no, they had a penalty shootout. Oh. Uh, and so the longest shootout in World Cup history, men's or women's, 10 rounds. Australia came out on top 7-6. Uh, the previous longest shootout was between Sweden and the USA earlier in this World Cup, which went for seven rounds. Um, we're, uh, we're through. The French are out. And uh, it, it's really quite an achievement, really. I mean, whether you're into whether you're into the soccer or not, yeah, you're playing on the world arena. They're playing on the world arena, and uh, you know, a lot of people are very interested in what the Matildas are doing. So, well, it's the world yeah, game soccer, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is the world game. Football, they call it in other countries. Yeah, football. So Courtney Vine apparently has scored the world's best penalty in Australia, or the best penalty in Australian Aussie history. Uh, I don't know about that. But uh, it was her kick, her boot, that sent Australia to the semi-finals of the FIFA, FIFA Women's World Cup. It is historic. Uh, uh, apparently created all sorts of scenes. I can just imagine now Albo jumping around, going, and throwing his hands up in the air and jumping on the bandwagon. He might have um, a T-shirt printed up already. He probably would. I know he wants to have a public holiday for for anything if they actually win. It's not as if it's the America's Cup. But, well, I think um, it's a public uh, holiday yeah. in Brisbane anyway, isn't it, on Monday? Oh, it probably is. But I mean, that's it. He keeps giving now, though, doesn't he? He just gives us everything we want. He's just a giver, that folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'd like to give him. Anyway, I blame you for that. Thank you. Uh, Elise uh, Kellen-Knight said that she's speechless. What do know what she's just witnessed? Well, you've just witnessed you go through the next yeah, level. You, you've waltzed in Matildas and gone to the World Cup. Like this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unusual, though. Like You go to a penalty shootout, you don't often see 10 penalty takers. You know, they're usually done and dusted within a few, you know? So yeah, it took one, that two, long three. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They then, must have really good goalkeepers then, do they? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> Sam Kerr came off the bench in the 55th minute, and that seemed to spark the Matildas. Oh, I am. Uh, it, would. it would. It would. She's uh, she spent next to no time on the pitch at all, and everyone all everyone's talked about it, Sam Kerr. Did she do a backflip? Oh, well, I, I bloody well hope not, because she's got a calf injury. Oh, yeah, okay, good point. Yeah, yeah. And look, if you want to go to news.com.au, they've got the whole commentary of the of the thing uh, right there for you to read. France miss, Australia scores. 737, yep. you're going to penalties. Blah, 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 blah. They can pack up their croissants and head on home. They can. Nothing to see here. 
they oh, can. So, look, I, I, I'm uh, I'm happy to see the Matildas go through to the final. Um, it is or go through to the next level. It's just, it's the uh, semi final now. Who are they playing? Uh, we don't know yet. I, well, I don't know yet who they're playing. I know that that France was a pretty big thing because the French team are pretty good, uh, according according to the commentators. And you've got to remember a lot of these these uh, French and European football teams are playing football with their respective Serie A and and in Italy and and French league and, and English Premier League yeah, and clubs. That's all they play. That's the and that's what they do. They play. Yeah. That's what they do. And they have yeah. the best coaching and the best people looking after them. And uh, our girls don't probably get treated quite that well. So for them to be where they are, I mean, one could say you've won a penalty shootout. It's luck. I don't think it is. Um, I can't imagine the amount of pressure that would have been on those girls when they're taking those penalty kicks. Yeah, that's right. You can uh, still miss the goal if you're not paying attention. You've still got to slot it into the net. So you've got to put it into the net. Yes, you've still got to you've got to deliver on the day. So they did, and that's it. France are out. Australia's well in. And Do you know any French? Do you speak French? I did at and, school. And, uh, yeah, me too. And I've forgotten most of it. I know. Yeah. I know. There's La. Yeah. And Lee. And it's gender specific, so I don't know how they're going over there near that. Oh, maybe it's not in there anymore. Well, yeah. la, la table or la table? What's la yeah. table? It's, it's la, la, la's a female table. Le table. Yeah, so, so a table's no. male, is it? I don't know. Le table or la table? Le. Le. Le voiture, le car. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Polly Bill Francais. I took French. I took French for a couple of years in high school. Yeah, that's only because the French teacher was a hottie, and I. <laughs> yeah. I failed, yeah. and I was Sava. devastated. Yeah. Ça va, ça va très bien, merci. Apollo français. Comment ça va? On the table. That's it. Wonder why I failed, eh? Eh, I don't know. Yeah. I could never. I could look. I honestly could not understand a damn word. Because they're talking so, French. That's right. Because they're talking French. They reckon French is an easy language to learn. Yeah, not close. What now? What's the what's the language? We were taught French in school. What's the language of the choice today? Are we? Is there a language that we? Well, there's in, in Indonesian. Yeah, that's a big one. And uh, kids over here in the today? West should learn Indonesian now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I suppose it's quicker to go to Bali than just to go to Sydney. So, <laughs> it's quicker to go to Bali than it is to go to Buffington. Yeah. <laughs> I struggled. Yeah. I struggled in English. I don't think I'm past that. Yeah. So to learn yeah. another language on top of that. Yeah. Was... <laughs> uh, uh, now, how is our learning in our English now that we have to be feature writers and write twelve hundred words? Mm. I made that at casino. People ask me about my feature story with AJ mm. Salter. Mm. I've written twelve hundred words since it was nineteen ninety four. I reckon when I finished school. Yeah, well, I but can now tell we you can now, we can write in French now. I can tell oh, you no. now that there have been there are some people that have submitted articles for the second issue of Truck and Life. Who I can tell you now, I think they failed Lego when they were at school. And I've, right. certainly, I've certainly got one guy that's written something. Um, he, he basically submitted it in crayon. 
So, you know, it's uh, it's a bit of a challenge. And I, I it, it is. It is. It's, a big, it's actually a big thing to do that. And I never, yeah, like I said in my little article, I never thought I'd be a feature writer for Truck and Life, and here I am. So it's actually a really, really big thing. And uh, I must get my butt into gear and get some more words out of my head. Yeah, well, you've got another. You've got that other mission to uh, to get through. We need you to do the in the mirror piece. Oh, he's gonna talk out of school. Yeah, we don't. No, I'm not. Oh, no, we don't. No, we. No, Maybe we, we should talk French because no one will understand it. It's a, uh, it's a it's a regular feature. The in the mirror piece It's not talking out of school. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's correct. It gets, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's actually cool because I can go out in the shed and read trucking life and that's right. for a purpose. You can tell him you can tell him tell him that the boss has directed you. The editor has said this is what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For right. a purpose. For a purpose. And and she will say she will say, Yeah, but it's only like 10, 20, 30 years. What are you yep. doing? It'll take me ten, twenty or thirty minutes. Maybe it will. Yeah. Maybe it will. Or uh, three hours. Yeah, or three hours. There's a lot. There's a lot of stories about the Bruce Highway being flooded. You've got to read the worst, them all. Like, the worst part about this, you know, I've, <laughs> I've discovered that you can pick up a, a, a one of these volumes of Truck and Life, one of the uh-huh. one of the folders here, mm-hmm. and you can start. And before you know what's going on, you've been reading for an hour. I know, and it's just incredible. I, 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 I know. I do know that we won't be putting some of the ads in like they were in the early days. I don't think we'd do very well if we did that. We'd probably get a little bit into a little bit of trouble. Well, yeah, we can't ad- advertise Winnie Blues anymore. No. <laughs> and uh, the uh, <laughs> the Mercantile Man. The Surely we have the Marlboro Man. Surely. Maybe, maybe we can. We just the, we only uh, have the Honey Whiskey Man these days. Oh, the mercantile, yeah, well, the end yeah, of bottles. That's all I've seen. The mercantile <laughs> hey, mutual uh, advert. A mercantile mutual ad. Yeah, no, go and have a look. Do yourself a favour. No, I know what you're talking about. I grew up <laughs> reading these <laughs> magazines. You're forgetting we're, that. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We couldn't do the mercantile mutual ad. That would be bad. And some of the jokes, some of the jokes, we wouldn't last very long. Some of the jokes. I know, I know. Oh, mate. I, I mean, know. You've got to be a certain age, I suppose, to... Uh, to uh, what, what's call it? Call it above 35, I reckon. Anyway, I'd say, younger than 35. I'd say. Yeah. Above 35, you'll get it. Yeah. Under 35, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah we're going to get some text messages over that. <laughs> if you're under 35, what's that, Yogi? You wouldn't understand. You probably you wouldn't, wouldn't understand. understand. You would oh. not understand if you're I mean, under 35. You, you can just sort of go and pick up a volume. Yeah. And I, I just sort of reached behind me and I picked up the U, which is 1979, 80. Oh, yeah. And, and you can you can you can go back and you can have a look. The price of truth was a dollar ninety five. Oh, sweet. All right. Uh, and uh, just just leap through and have a bit of a look at, at some of the stuff. Really, really quite intriguing. Um, yeah. Just the way the way it's all written and the way the advertising done. I mean, there's a thing. I'm thinking about analysing the associations. 
the Australian Transport Association. Um, yep, yeah, uh, there's a whole just heap of stuff about it. Uh, an RSV8, R797 RSV8 Thermodyne. Oh, what a banger. That a, what a truck. They did a, Uncle they no did a test. <laughs> they did a, no, no bunk. <laughs> yeah, no bunk. <laughs> Why the hell would you want a bunk? That's ridiculous. No. <laughs> um, it, it, and it, it's Max's own little baby, the TRTXL 1070 12 speed air split. Wasn't that a little? Wasn't that a little cracker that one? Well, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Just, just incredible. You like you can just sit sit here and leaf through. And there's just so much. There was a blockade at Boambi. Boambi. Coffsard of Boambi. Yeah, Coffsard of other blockaders should publish a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People While Staging a Blockade. Uh, this responsible and efficiently run. So they used to do it all the time. They would get, they would get annoyed, so they would block the road. And that would be that. Yeah. That was how that was how you did it back then. Of course, if you did it like that now, you'd end up uh, dragged off the road. Out of the state. You'd be dragged off the road. Well, anyway, it's quite interesting. Lots of interesting stuff here now. There's a letters section in the back. Guys used to write letters. Uh, yeah. One fellow here to the people of Yass. As I was one of the many truckies at the blockade, I would like to thank the people and the public for their support and help over the nine days of the stoppage. I personally think without uh, their support, we would have not achieved what we did. Thank you, Yat. That was written by a bloke named Bill Huxtable. By who? You know, Bill Huxtable wrote that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just, uh, just a lot of stuff in these mags that we, we try to bring back. And, I'm going to uh, write a letter to the editor. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, you can if you want to. I probably won't read yours because it'll. I send text first, messages to him all the time. He does. Yeah, I don't even long, read long time listener, first time caller, dear yeah. editor. Dear editor. I'm happy. Dear mm. editor. That's how it started. How are you uh, going to start it? Dear, uh, dear editor, I am not happy. No, long, long, first time listener, oh. long time caller. No, right. long time caller, first time right. listener. No. Right. <laughs> Dale Buggins. Do you remember Dale Buggins? Yeah. He's a mad in the, uh, what, what are we? We're at March 1980. He's a mad for Ford trucks. Oh, Dale Buggins. 80, 82, I think. He might yeah. have been. 83. Yeah, Dale Buggins. Oh, Buggins. Pull out thing here. Add for, add for Ford trucks. For those of you who don't know, Dale Buggins was a like a motorcycle stuntman. He was Australia's version of Evil Knievel. He's a complete oh, lunatic. Evil. Who was the bloke from June E? What was his name? I don't know. Uh, was that the fella? Was that the fella that jumped the Louisville? Who did that? I think so. Was that him? Oh. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, no. 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 Someone. Someone. Someone launched the Louisville. Oh yeah, jump the truck. Not jump not jump a Louisville, but jump. No, the no, truck. he launched he launched yeah. the Louisville. Yeah, and that was, uh, was it? Oh, was that the Adelaide Truck Factory that did that? I don't know. I thought I've seen this sticker on there. Yeah. Ah, there's a bloke from June, I think, that 
Yeah, that I don't know. That. He's from Monte Cristo. Lawrence, the legend. Lawrence, that's right. That's right. He jumped. Right. He jumped. He jumped stuff over buses and everything at Wagga there near the yep. near the river. Yep, 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 yep. So he was from um, yeah near Monte Cristo there at Juneau. Righto, righto. Scary place. It is a scary place. Juneau. No, no. Yes, but oh. yes, but more so Monte Cristo. Apparently, it's haunted. Right. haunted. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, Andrew was telling me the motel we stayed at the other day was haunted, and then, and then the owner's partner was saying it was haunted as well. And I'm like, no, it can't be haunted. <laughs> can't, <say no. laughs> can't be haunted. No, I can't be haunted. And if it is haunted, just be at one with them, right? Just be at one. Just be at one. It is what it is. Just be going to come. Just let it go. Right on, right on, right on. So Lawrence, yeah. the legend, is opening a museum or has opened yeah. a museum at Juneau. Is that right? Yeah. Right on. Jumping buses and all sorts of stuff. Right on. There's, a, there's an awesome models page in this one. I'm looking at, what am I looking at? I'm looking at April 1980. An excellent model page. Someone built a model of Walsing Matilda. Oh, what a truck. Yeah. And uh, one of uh, one of Ian Ellie's cab Oh, and the a classic Segway too, Mike. Classic Segway. Yeah. Yep. Well, the Matilda's just got in. Classic. Yeah, it's classic. Well done, Jamie. Here you go, you. I knew that's why you brought it up. No, it's not at all. I didn't even didn't even think, did it? I'm not even, I'm not that smart, mate. I'm really not. I'm really not that smart. <laughs> well, it looks like we've got our first truck and life bag. Yep. On a plane heading to the right. UK. Is that right? Yeah. Well, wow. We've got Mick Mick ringing in too. Oh, we've lost him. God. Have we? Mick. Oh, Mick. Don't know. Just right. Mick. Just Mick. I can't, can't remember them all. I don't know. We'll call him back, eh? See if he wants to... Why not? You do that. We'll bring him in. Yeah, so we've got a first bag on its way to the UK to a truck show. Yeah. Oh. So, it's ringing. Who's going to a truck show? Hey, Mick. Great, there you go, mate. Good, how are you? Oh, I'm just trundling up the Pacific Highway here, mate. Right, eh? you, you are go. live, so you can't swear. Yeah, just be careful. That's all right, mate. I'll, I'll do my best. Right, eh? Yeah. 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 So what's uh, going on there tonight? Just trotting up the road there? You going home? or? You... Yeah, mate, heading home. I um, loaded out of Sydney town this evening and uh, heading directly to Brisbane. Right. Yep. I'll keep you out for five minutes. Well, we'll keep you out of mischief, yeah, until the... You get to see the sunrise, so it'll be yeah. something different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon yeah. that's best look through the curtains of your bedroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not out the front window, beach. but anyway. We're on a beach after looking through bloodshot eyes after a good night out. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so did you get to the casino truck show or not? No, mate. I was trying and trying and trying, and 
I was sort of in the same situation last week. I didn't get back into Brisbane until 3 a.m. in the morning on the Saturday. Yeah. Yep. And after being up all day, I wasn't going to jump in my car and drive another three hours to the casino. And... So, yeah, oh, that's so what you... happened there. So, but I'm, I told the missus I'm... 100% going to be there next year. See all you fellas. Oh, cool. Yeah. If I don't see you in the meantime, so yeah, you, we'll go to a couple of shows. Have you received your first edition of Truck and Law? <laughs> I did, mate. That's that's one of the main reasons I call. I oh, just want cool. to congratulate you on, on the magazine. I reckon it's, I was nearly going to swear. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, no. ah. That's how good it is. so quick like there's you know there's this six or seven hour period in a day that just i don't even know yeah. what happened yeah. <laughs> be, I, get, I was talking to carl black and i said mate you're gonna be busy busier than a bloody one-legged man in an ass kicking competition you won't know where yeah. to point your camera there'll be just stuff yeah. going on everywhere it'll be nuts we um <laughs> we felt you feel for the photographers who was a little bit foggy in the morning yeah, a yeah. lot of trucks come into the into the parade and and, and yeah, it was just a bit foggy. So there was a lot. Yeah, I've seen some of those photos. Gotcha, my Carl sent me one, and um, yeah, it's just a bit foggy. You know, you sort of go, oh, geez. when I was trying to sneak in and get in there early into the into the main streets, you had to get the trucks in there before anyone else. And um, yeah, so there's a lot of photos probably got missed. And but yeah, a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good photos have come out of it, and a lot of people are dumping photos on the interweb, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. You'll look back on it. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Carl, right. Carl's just dumped a heap of photos in a Dropbox folder for me to have a look at because Carl was our official photographer for Casino. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, Carl, Carl was officially giving me a headache because he was drinking rum and was keeping it up to me. So Is that uh, right? And Carl, <laughs> officially for my headache. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's one thing. We'll just put that out there. Yeah, no, yeah, Carl. Sorry, Mikey. I was just going to say, Carl's done a magnificent job, and uh, as always, and, yeah, uh, very, very happy to have him taking some snaps for us, some happy snaps. Yeah, I saw the one with uh, CJ and Yogi as the co-driver. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, how good was that? So, what... Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. She's a, she's a good driver, and, and it looked... And, and full credit to CJ. I mean, we she got she knew the layout of that truck. I'd never driven a six five nine, but knew knew where the dash and everything was. And but yeah, got sort of jumped in the truck and we took off. And she she did really well. And I thought she was sort of proud of the old dinosaur sitting in the passenger seat because I was able to hold her GoPro and her phone and film and actually get her some footage. So I actually did pretty well there. I thought too. And she was like, "Look at you go! You're all over this technical savvy." I said, oh, look, CJ, this isn't my first truck show, you know. So, yeah. It's not, not your first rodeo. Not my first rodeo. So I managed to yeah, get a couple of videos of, of a GoPro 4 hanging out the window. Because it is yeah. pretty mad to drive down Casino when they're, you know, people are sort of 8, 10, 12 deep. Yeah. Just standing there, just in the parade. It's, it's really, really, really good to see. Yeah. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm just leaping through the photos that... Uh, Carl sent me while we're talking, and I've got to tell I've got to tell you, Carl's just smashed it out of the park. There's wow. just beautiful photos, beautiful yeah. photos, and uh, I think he's got you know he's basically done what I asked him to do, and uh, that's give me some good photos from Casino. He's done that, and uh, really yeah, he's good at what he nice. does. That's for sure. He's very very good at what he does, and. Very happy to have him taking photos for us. You've got a beautiful photo of Trevor's aerodyne here. Yeah. And not a bad photo of your banger either, Yogi. Well, I mean, he, he got he got a bit inside running there at some point. He was able to take some uh, great photos, and I don't know if they will be seen or what, but myself and Andrew, yeah, we, we had a nice little spot to park the truck just out of town. Yep. And uh, I thank them, uh, that family well. I won't say who they are because yeah. you, know, you might want to use it up next year, but it was good. So they yeah. uh, good people. So, yeah. photo, photo of that, that top cat, that bloody big V8 Peterbilt, you know, the 1952, I think it is, Peterbilt. Yeah. That truck, that truck lives just down the road from me, you know. Oh, yeah. American Custom Chrome, I think uh, uh, they call themselves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, there's a that big black Pete that was parked over in um, John Kelly's area there, on the corner yeah, of the roundabout. Yeah, John Kelly's at the truck show within a truck show, and there's no doubt about oh, the HHA nice... crew what they turn out. Yeah. And uh, there's a beautiful Magnum, old big old black Magnum, and uh, oh, even even uh, Captain Thunder, like Thunderbolt, the Mac uh, Centennial. Yep. Bit of a photo here of uh, old mate Andrew's uh, banger as well at our stand, and of yeah. course the uh, the winner of the show. He's uh, the truck filthy dirty, and he's down on my side at the back north of Kalgoorlie at the moment. Andrew, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, he might need something more than his cloudy ammonia to get that. Oh no, you know, he was telling me today he got a little bit wet there at the off start of the ninety mile, and he, he had a little lie down and waited for it to dry, but. Yeah. When he woke up after a little hour, a little power nap, yeah. he, uh, he, uh, it wasn't dry and it rained all the way to the point. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no it's it's heartbreaking. There no, is no casino truck. Well, it rain coming out of Evan's head, Trey. Hey, what? Yeah. One day when I left Evan's head, it was raining at uh, that wooden bong or whatever that next little yeah. town is. Yeah, wood burn. It rains yeah. nearly every day going out of Evan's head. Yeah, but 
picturesque. Yeah, but behind the rain is the sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. And then the wind. Yeah, and and then the rain. And then the sunshine. It's it's um very strange weather here at times. Well, what can we say, buddy? Casino was a a fantastic weekend and you've really got to thank the whole whole town because I'm sure not everyone's happy about their town being overrun by <laughs> by the truck. Uh, I went I went got a haircut there and the hairdresser called me a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just don't like the idea that they can't get down the main street on a Saturday. They yeah. Can't, they, I mean they can still walk to the main street but they can't park in the main street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, we all know we're all creatures of habit. <laughs> I get what you want at some point. At that well, it all good. all good. He's what it is. Yeah. I'm sure the benefits to the town would be outweigh the inconveniences. Well, it's what, what was the number? 30 million or 30 billion? 300, no, 300 no it's somewhere like 30 million dollars worth of trucks. No, no, yeah, no, it's, no, it was 300 million worth of trucks. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, we we yeah. we worked it out last year. About fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks a person. We kind of pegged it. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money. The shop owners in town would do quite well, wouldn't they? In the pubs and clubs and oh, well, the, all I, the other shopping. To be fair, I think the pubs and clubs and eateries would probably do all right. Um, we maybe. tried to visit them all, Mitch, on Saturday night. I was just just yeah. saying, we thought we we do the right thing and we go to every single one of them. Yeah, would let yeah. in. Turns out yes. a couple were in lockdown. I didn't realise you get locked out in New South Wales at eleven o'clock. Yeah, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't I? Well, you got to spread the love, yeah, mate. We got locked out. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we we ended up standing on the roundabout with uh, with the organizer. And uh, we had a little debrief and a little chin wag, and then myself and Andrew wandered back to the room at a respectable hour. Did you? Mm. Yeah. Oh. We didn't go to bed, but we went back to the room at a respectable hour. Unreal. <laughs> we sat up till about one o'clock talking about the pizza story in truck and life. <laughs> oh, dear. So Andrew was happy with it, though, because we wouldn't let him see it until it was... It was Done. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. He, he was. That was a very, he made me very nervous there, Mick, doing that. Did I? Yeah, I don't know if I like that, but anyway, yes, mm. he didn't see it. Well, he, and he, and no, he was fake. And he said, he, he said his words, you can take that to the bank. Everything that in that story is true as it's written. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's good. We had, a, we had a good chat about it, and then he's happy. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's good. It's that's true. Cool. I got it when I got home uh, last week, but I didn't actually open it until until uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. And I've only, right. I sort of have a bit of a flick through because I've been doing other bits and pieces and, you know, living life. And, but, yeah, I'm slowly working my way through it. Yep. Very good. Uh, so, yeah, got it in good good time. It was yeah, just sitting at home waiting for me. Yeah, yeah, good one, good one. That's good. Yeah. Uh, very nice. All right. So, Yagi, you're off for early start tomorrow. Yeah, the crack of five thirty a.m. I would imagine. You want to phone in? You still be going, or what are you doing? 
Oh, in the morning. Yeah, we're going live all night. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to the night shift. I'll just go to bed and you wake me up when you're ready, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to be a good new up team. I'll just get you through till now and then you do the rest. Right. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to be out in the Daffodon tomorrow night, Yogi. Oh, I'm going to be home tomorrow night. Couldn't care less what I'm doing, what you are all doing. I'm going to be home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to oh, look, I do care about you. Don't, don't say that. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to have a shower, and I'm not going to wear thongs, and I'm going to walk around the shower with whatever I want to wear. <laughs> well, too much information. We don't need to know that. You're not going to Snapchat that, are you? You know yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah. Have you got those? You know they've got the special filters for that. Then, yeah, monkey ears, monkey ears, monkey yeah. ears. Yeah, it would look funny then, wouldn't it, in the shower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. uh, they I left me shower boots at home the other day. I had to, had to buy a new pair. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. no. no did, you, did you live on the edge, Vic? Did you, did, you, did, you did you have a shower with Adam? Just thought, see what happens. Yeah. Just, did you live on the I, edge? I, did you try I, it? I mate? did, mate, and I thought, no, I'll do it this time. And then when I get outside, back into the <laughs> into the roadhouse, I'm going to go straight to the rack and buy myself a pair of thumbs. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's the first time in about... Oh, 15, 16 years that I haven't had my shower boots on. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, not, not very comfortable with it away from home anyway. Well, uh, yeah. public facilities, yeah. It's no good when you leave your shower boots at home. Right. <laughs> I, I, know, I know it's one of those things that you, you, you sort of do. Showering in the public shower, you do need to, to have some level of protection, don't you? Yeah, all I think about is it's, just, it's two weeks away now. It's just, oh, just, I just want to go home and have a shower. I don't shower. That's all you think of. I yeah. see the shower here wasn't good enough. But anyway. No, there's bloody shower no. there, all right. <laughs> Actually, you're right. It wasn't. Wasn't. Oh, we, That's nice, nice. And we just don't let people upstairs to have showers. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Someone used it before me and the floor was wet. Didn't hang the mat up. Bloody kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, so you got the one inside, not the one outside. Yeah. Right. It was raining outside, remember? Yeah. You were. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's time for us to start wrapping this show up. Yeah, we're yeah. coming up to uh, coming up to ten o'clock. It's been a, a a lot of fun, and I'm happy to be back and and uh, on channel with you again, Dex uh, guy. Yeah, thank you. And a fairly Thank you, Mr. Craig Forsyth, for yeah. all your work. Look, it's, yeah. been, it's been my honour again tonight. Thanks for beating yeah. me all on um, Wednesday night, but we did get through. No, I actually, look, I've got to say, the show on Wednesday night was really good, Craig. You did really, really well there. You sort of, I sort of texted out, like, I rang in at Attic thinking it was five o'clock in the west, and I wasn't in the west, I was in the east. And then he said, no, no, he's still got hours. I said, oh, I'm still not going to make it. Here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Mr. Craig Forsyth stepped right up to the plate. Yep. Took it with both hands and smashed it out of the park. So good on you, Craig. I'll do my yeah. best. I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But actually, actually, what I heard of it wasn't too bad. I was saying they don't need me, these guys. I think I'll be, I'll be right. I'll have a, have a rest. <laughs> no, no, no. We always welcome your input, Michael. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. 
But sure we will does. have to uh, end it here tonight. It's been great. Right. Um, we'll uh, better go to the news here shortly. Thanks, Mick, yeah. for calling in. Thank you. Hey, Rose, fellas. Congratulations on the first edition and looking looking forward to the to the future edition. Ah, there'll yeah, be more. Well, there'll be more. There'll lots be more. Lots more. Stay, stay tuned. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Mick. Thank you. Thanks, stay mate. Catch you later. Right, See ya. Bye. So thanks, everyone else, for listening in tonight. Mike? Thank you, Craig. Thank yeah, you, Mike. Craig. Lodgeman, Ball Boys, Matildas, thank you. Yeah, we um, better go to the news, <laughs> listen to what's what else is going on in the world. They'll probably tell us all about the Matildas. and I'm sure they will. And what's going on there. So, I'm um, sure they will. Righto. We'll no talk to you all on Wednesday night. Yes, indeed. Might be a um, a hot show, that one. Yeah. We'll keep you posted. Indeed. Stay tuned to the social media. Check out our Facebook page. We'll let you know what's going on. Righto. Good night, all.